Hello, everybody, and welcome to Real Talk episode 37. We have a huge episode today because we can finally announce that our merch is live. We've only been teasing it for, I don't know, since episode, what, one? one. We've been talking about merch. So here we are, you know, nine months later. We have it officially dropped, and we hopefully went like above and beyond expectations in terms of how much we dropped. There's so many awesome designs ranging from just your standard Real Talk apparel to stuff that includes our favorite movies to some stuff that's inspired by some other iconic moments of this uh, podcast history. So definitely go check it out. It's realtalkpodcast.com. Super easy for you. Go check and, out uh, the merch. Tyler's too humble of a guy, but this was basically all him with the website. So big <laughs> yeah. shout out. I, yeah. I know he won't give himself the credit he deserves, but I appreciate it. Hours this week. Yeah, th- this was a long, long, long week of real talk for me working on the working on this little podcast we got going on here. So very happy and proud that we got it all finally released. So go check that out. Of course, patrons already knew about this a couple days ago. I kind of keep them in the loop of all the stuff behind the scenes. So if you want to join the Patreon, not only because you would have got early access to this, but also because you get discounts on the merch based on your patron level. So, I mean, if you're planning on getting a lot of merch, like a Patreon membership would almost just pay for itself if you're planning on getting more than a couple items. So before you go ahead and check out some merch, make sure you check out the Patreon as well because that might be able to save you some money in the long run, to be honest. But with that, let's go over today's agenda. We got a quite a packed show today. We got Fast X review. We've all four seen it, so it's, it's awesome that, you know, with these big releases, we were all able to see it before this episode's recording. We got White Man Can't Jump. The reboot was released on Hulu. Seth is going to give us his thoughts on Bo is Afraid, and then I'll give my thoughts on all the other new releases that have come out that I've been able to tick off. We have a lot of news out of the Cannes Film Festival, including the Killers of the Flower Moon official trailer that's much anticipated. And then, of course, we got movie news, nerd news, and all that of the like before we're going to wrap up with the draft of fictional characters that we think would be the best at winning in a street race. So we got a packed episode full of family. Let's get right into it. How is everyone doing this week? I'm going to start off with Cameron because you got a fossil given to you this week. And I want to hear that story and how that all went down. Yeah, uh, first ever listener interaction. So shout out Glue, uh, Grant Lewis. I, I like, I would have known the name if he said Glue, I think. But basically what happened is I took a picture of Bumblebee at like a children's museum. So Indianapolis has a really nice children's museum. Um, and it has like sections you can bring like a 10 month old baby, which is what, uh, which is what Bailey is. So we were basically, we, we were like, we sat Bailey down in like, a it was like a dig site kind of thing, but it was basically like a, like a, not a ball pit, but almost like a bead pit. So like kids, you know, they can sit on it and then like find fossils, like in the beads and move stuff around is the general idea. And this this person walks up to me, like pats me on the back, and it's like, "Sup, man?" And I am just the most awkward person ever. So I'm trying to like, I'm looking at him for like five seconds, trying to like puzzle my brain to like figure out if I know this person. Like I said, "Sup" or whatever, and I'm trying to figure out if I know this person. Um, and he's like, "My name's Grant. Uh, uh, I'm a listener. I, d- I didn't want to bother you today." And um, uh, he's like this is on the house or whatever. Cause I, I guess he works at the children's museum. So he saw the picture of the bumblebee and was like, Oh, I work there. Um, 
and gave me a fossil and i was like oh shit thank you so much man and then my and then my wife like made it very clear later that she was like you know you were around a bunch of kids and yelled oh shit to this guy i was like i was so thrown off and i felt so awkward i don't know if i was like just like i i don't even know what i did like i blacked out or whatever because that was like the most awkward interaction of my life but i do appreciate him saying hi and i also very much appreciate him just being like just wanted to say hi and then leave you be because you know that I, I was with my son um watching him dig around um yeah so shout out to grant lewis uh glue um he is a patron so like i i would have known glue because i that's like the name i see on everything but um it's just yeah we, weird day um other than that this week yesterday i went uh to brewing so like we were tubing down a river and just boozing um to good that's about as redneck as i get um in the, in the old state of indiana um it, it was a good time uh lots of booze um got burnt out my mind and then this morning i did not wake up because my son didn't wake me up so i was a little late that's that's on me but nice yeah. well you got you got yourself a souvenir with that fossil and it's just like crazy what it is an awesome fossil and i like genuinely love it i like i <laughs> have it on my i have it in my uh room right now on that shelving that like i put stuff on um i i really like uh dinosaurs so i appreciate that yeah, yeah riley, really riley was very jealous because she loves dinosaurs and she's like what the mm. hell no one ever gives you any fossils or <laughs> like well maybe when you start going to children's museum ball pits or whatever um but yeah like our reach is yeah. crazy because like so you're like in like i'm guessing that was like in indianapolis or something like the yeah it's Southern central museum. india so like central america like center of america like you're getting yeah, noticed while well, at the same time like as well it's crazy yeah and then like at the same time we have like we release our merch early to people on the discord and we still haven't gotten an order yet from america we've gotten three different countries that have ordered merch it's just like that's just like crazy like our reach is wild but um we'll move on to seth yeah, so your your lad bible video was released we i think last week we was the first was the first time we teased it on or let, let people know on the episode that something was going to be coming maybe two weeks ago. But, uh, yeah, like yeah. that, that whole experience has come to fruition. The, the Halloween video has been released. How has that been going and how's your whole week been going? Yeah, I can't watch it, man. It's too awkward. I don't really like it. <laughs> Although I, uh, I think I did pretty well. I don't know. I, I, think I, did. I, I did know you did pretty well. Yeah. I think I did pretty well. Um, yeah, that was fun. You did I, great. I, I didn't actually realize it came out and then it just, didn't tell me anything they put out yesterday, which was quite quite nice to see. Um that was cool. I've had like a lot of shares, people saying like well done and stuff, good opportunity. I like that. It seems like every week I'm coming on here and saying that my Airbnb got cancelled again, but my Airbnb got cancelled again. That's four in a fucking row. So like, are, you, are you going? We've booked we know now <laughs> Airbnb has been well and truly just fucked off completely. So now we've booked like an apartment hotel for another yeah. I was gonna booking. say after the Sankey cancellation, you should have just booked. Well, the most recent one was for the was because her washing machine was broken in the apartment, and it's like, what the fuck does that have to do with us? I'm right. not going to be using the washing yeah. machine. And I said, and, and, and Alex uh, Addison Vigil said that, and then she was like, "Oh, we want all our services." No, that's fine. We don't. I'm not going. I'm not expected to pay less. Don't <laughs> use the washing machine. I wasn't planning on using it anyway. Um, and then she's just said that she's great. So now we booked apartment hotel, but the only issue is because it's in 
central London, George, it's, for, it's near where we went with the markets and stuff. Okay. So that bit's quite nice, you know, whatever. Because yeah. you're looking to stay around there, the later you leave it, and because it's Comic-Con is a big thing and everyone's booking it, the more expensive it gets. So every time we've had to rebook, it just gets more and more expensive. Yeah. But we've, we've booked a total of five accommodations now. But this one is sorted, so we're going to that on... Uh, well, I'm going up on to, down to London on Thursday. That's also Friday, going for the full weekend, which should be nice. Meeting loads of other film people and they're going for a meal and stuff like that. That'll be kind of cool. Um, Week-wise, it's my allergies have probably been the worst they've been in years. I don't know what weather's like you guys, but it's got really sunny here. Um, well, sunny for England anyway, and my allergies have just been horrendous. Like waking up, not being able to see, that sort of thing, just awful. Um, which is quite nice because sun's out, whatever. But uh, apart from that, you can't sleep. Do you know what? The sleep's not too bad. It's just the mornings. It's just okay. like first thing when I wake up, it's just horrible. Um, UFC last night, that was cool. And then <laughs> went to see Boys Afraid finally, which obviously I'll go over in my whatever we're doing that in our session. Um, but yeah, pretty decent week other than that. Nice, nice. And then, uh, yeah, anyone listening who wants to see his Lad Bible video, it's on their Instagram, I believe. I don't know yeah. if it's on their other socials yet, but it's for sure on their Instagram. He's been sharing stuff on his story, but I'd imagine by the time this vi- this podcast goes live some of the stories he posted might not be there anymore so lad bible on instagram go check it out you'll be able to see it it, it goes over horror villains so when you find a video it's like who's the greatest it's like who's the strongest horror villain in history is that kind of like the prompt that starts out the yeah video? because i didn't really want to speak highly of halloween ends because i thought <laughs> it was fucking shit to be honest and so i managed to kind of work it out with the guy who was doing the marketing directs and he was like yeah, I didn't like it either. So what we'll do is we'll just talk about Michael Myers. Because I like the Halloween films, or at least mm-hmm. the originals. Yeah. And I like Michael Myers. So I'll just speak positive about Michael Myers. And the only thing I had to reference to Halloween ends is I just had to reference a scene where he kills someone. So I'm not directly speaking about right. the film. I think so it's it... about him as a villain more than... In, in this one scene from this really good movie that came out last year. <laughs> yeah, uh, but luckily I got with it. Because I, I don't think I would have been able to do it, you know, if I was like... This is one of the best horrors yeah. in years. You need to watch this because I'd just be blatantly lying. My followers would know that I'd be lying as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of got away with that one anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you had said that, people would have rushed to letterbox them and, like, no way. You give it a one star, bro. Yeah. Like, you, someone commented that, and I was like, well, to be fair, I didn't actually say I liked the film at all. I just said I like Michael Myers. Yeah. I, I yeah. Like Definitely Myers. from the video, like, you would never get the impression that you, like, like the movie or anything. It's, it seemed like it's, like, purely about, like, Michael Myers and, like, the Halloween aspects and afterthought. But, uh, George, exactly. how's your week been? You threw some axe yesterday. What else has been going on? Yeah, threw some axes yesterday, which I super suck at. Um, but, no, week's been good. Um, got to go to a, a nice early screening of Fast X, which was on a, a Screen X, which was my first Screen X experience. What's a Screen X? Uh, it's like the sides of the movie are also. Oh, what was that like? It was. I don't know. It's it's very weird because like it it only turns on for certain scenes. So like yeah. half the movie is just one movie screen, and then like the other half is like the action scenes where they want you to like feel immersed. So they put on the projectors on the side um but no it was good it's definitely like uh i'm trying to word this in like a polite way not to shit on regal right now because you know thank you for inviting me but like it's very clearly like a beta test like i can't imagine this is their final product like the sides of the screen didn't really line up perfectly with the main screen it was a little blurry it wasn't as bright as the main screen so it was like 
it was cool during the action scenes because like you do feel like really like right there in the action but like it was a little off-putting because like nothing like kind of lined up with each other like it, it was on like a like a yeah half a second delay of like being perfectly lined up with each other so like it just looked very odd um but no it was cool it was definitely cool i was supposed to see um top gun maverick regal had invited me to an early screening of that as well and that was supposed to be like their screen x debut that was but the, better. but the yeah. two side screens weren't working the two yeah. side projectors weren't working so we ended up just watching top gun on like just a normal screen um but no other than that work's been good i saw some co-workers on wednesday night or thursday night um friday night stayed in watched a movie and then met victoria out with one of her friends and then yesterday i had some college friends in the city so we went uh, we went axe throwing. Um, we went to this really uh, great deli by me, actually. Um, and then, you know, we just went to one bar and then we called it a day. And that's where I am. And then I finished my night watching Night of Cups, which we'll talk about later this week. Nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, my week has been solid. Just a lot of work on Real Talk, TikTok, all that stuff. It's been a grind week this week. Because, um, of course, last week I was in D.C. And then right after that, came home to... Uh, Riley's parents in town so was busy with them until like Tuesday and then ever since they left I've just been head down grinding on stuff getting work done so been a busy week didn't do too much Um, but we'll move into the bulk of the episode now so we're going to start off today with a review of Fast X and I'm actually going to start off here just quick just to give my quick thoughts and we'll start off I guess with a synopsis but at this point like yeah, it's <laughs> it's the same synopsis as the last seven Fast and Furious movies. Basically, it's like there's car racing, there's girls booty shaking, and there's unrealistic action scenes, and there's more Hollywood A-listers than you would ever be able to count on two hands and two fingers that'll make an appearance for two seconds. But um, the quick synopsis: over many missions and against impossible odds, Dom Toretto and his family have outsmarted, outnerved, and outdriven every foe in their path. Now they confront the most lethal opponent they've ever faced, a terrifying threat emerging from the shadows of the past who's fueled by blood revenge and who is determined to shatter this family and destroy everything and everyone that Dom loves forever. So obviously this Fast X obviously chronologically comes after F9, but it it was Fast 5, right, Cam? You corrected me. Because I thought it was, like, I get all the Fast confused, but Fast 5 is basically like the first 10 minutes of this movie is just like the end of Fast 5. So it kind of like picks up from basically kind of where that left off in terms of that's how Jason Momoa as the villain is introduced because Cam, I don't know if you remember that guy's name off the top of your head, who like dies in Fast Five, who's like related to Momoa, but doesn't matter. It, really, it genuinely tr- truly doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, he didn't I, He didn't look like he had the answer anyways. But um, so yeah, Fast X picking up where Sorry. Fast Five left off. Cam's going to need to figure out his mic, but that's okay. Um. <laughs> I was like, I actually had fun with this movie, and this is the first Fast and Furious movie I've ever seen in theaters. So I feel like some of it might be that aspect because I've never been in a theater experiencing like the roar of the cars and the action and like a huge screen up close. But I had a good time with it. Like genuinely, like, I had fun. Um, hated it a lot less than I expected to. I know I'm like easily the highest of the four of us here on it. But I just thought, like, at this point, like, and I'm super low in the Fast franchise. Like, Fast 5 is my highest rated one, and that's, like, a 6 out of 10, which is, like, low compared to most people. Um, but this right now is my third rated Fast and Fierce movie in terms of highest. I have Fast 5 and Fast 7 above it. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jason Momoa is a super fun villain. I had so many, like, 
quippy one-liners planned for my letterbox review to start it off but it had to like this movie had to be asked in order to use them so i didn't get to use any of my like i the whole movie i was just thinking of like little one-liners they could put my beginning of my thing but i was like i can't in good conscience do that if i'm gonna give it three star because like at the end of the day when i walked out of the theater i didn't hate my time at the movie and like i wasn't sitting there wishing it was ending so like in good conscience i couldn't rate it any lower than like a three star just because like i watched it and i was like i'm like having a good time with this fine time with this like dialogue is still atrocious the plot is still super dumb but honestly like so there's obviously like the craziest things ever in terms of unrealistic events that happen but i still feel like as a whole this might not be the most unrealistic fast movie i feel like i like, mean they they went to space in fast nine that's what i'm well, saying like i feel like like even though there's like literally insane moments in this like i feel like for a fast movie this was like kind of grounded rocket. a little bit like they played rocket league with a bomb in this movie <laughs> yeah, so like but true. like i feel like for fast and furious i don't even think that cracks top 10 of wacko things they've done <laughs> so they decided to keep it a little more grounded by only deciding to like drive down the hoover dam that's exploding at the end of this um and then he's, he's gonna take on the water at the end of it <laughs> yeah. uh we but yeah it. i i just jason momo is really the thing that sold it for me it just looked like that dude was having so much fun with this and uh before going into it, I saw people comparing his performance to like what Heath Ledger tried to do in The Joker, and like I like genuinely had no clue how the heck that was even going to come close to being a thing. But I can totally see where people get that comparison I from. Like that. he's clearly like a, he's a villain who's deranged, but he's very whimsical and he doesn't really seem to be empathetic to anyone else in this movie. But I thought he did super well. You could you could tell he had a lot of fun. But other than that, you know, this movie is basically Avengers: Infinity War, like with how many cameos there were. Which for me with this franchise is so stupid and dumb that like we're we have we have either one or two. We haven't confirmed that we're getting two more movies. We have one or two movies coming after this. And just give me all the people who've been in the franchise. Everyone bring them back, and that's kind of what they're basically doing here. Um, but we'll, we'll kind of break it up into spoilers, non-spoilers. There's not really anything to spoil here. Yeah, I think yeah. we already. Can you hear me? By the way, I'm yeah, good. you're back. I, I see my little blue box now, but yeah. I think we already kind of. <laughs> said some things that happened at the end but that's okay yeah, yeah. Fast i mean right and like th- there's a couple things we'll save for the technical spoiler section but yeah i give it a 5.9 out of 10 for three stars just i had a fine time with it like it's one of those movies that i think is genuinely bad but i didn't hate watching it which is kind of like where i landed on like black adam um and another rock movie kind of goes down that same thing for me but i'm gonna kick it over to george <laughs> now because he's the lowest on the movie so Give us your thoughts. You saw it in Screen X. What's your thoughts yeah. on Fast X? I I just I don't I hate like criticizing these movies because like I knew exactly what I was going into. So it's like, yeah, I gave like a one and a half. But, like fine. Like the movie was fun. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I didn't have a good time watching it. Like there were some like decent action set pieces. It was just funny watching them go over the top again. And I do think Jason Momoa was great as the villain. I think that's the only reason my score wasn't lower. Um, I like that he was this just super deranged out-of-pocket man but he's also like kind of intelligent and like knows what he's doing like he's getting shit done um but no i don't know i these movies just don't do it for me like i get so many comments i got so many comments on my review where it's like bro just turn off your brain and have a good time like that's literally what i did and i still didn't like the movie like i literally turned my brain off and watched this movie and i still just didn't have like that good of a time with it I think at this point, like if if you want to do these like over the top action movies, it can't be the tenth movie in your franchise because like it just it doesn't work anymore. Like that it it fades that you know that excitement for this bullshit just fades after a while. Um, so yeah, I didn't really have a good time. I feel like this movie 
more so than other Fast and Furious movies, like shoved the idea of family down our throats. Like I feel like it really did, man. It I did like that. crazy. And I feel like like the filmmakers were like, oh well, people love the idea of family, so let's just talk about it every single scene. Jesus and like it kind of it like bothered me like crazy. Like this franchise was never like about family. Like that's just a meme that came up. Like obviously it was about family, but like they never explicitly like kept mentioning family in like the first couple of Fast and Furious movies. Re- rewatch them. They definitely do. Do they? Yeah. I, I just don't remember. I just don't it's remember. It's worse it being than like I remember. Down my throat this bad. Like, it's this not this bad, crazy. but they definitely do. Um, but yeah, I, I gave it a one and a half or a one. What did I give it? A one. I gave I think. it a one. Yeah, I, it doesn't matter. It sucked. I I, I didn't like it. Sorry. Seth, we'll turn it over to you. Who gave it? Who did give it a one point five? Um, your thoughts? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I'm I'm coming at this from like an angle of I've I've only seen the first four, so I have nothing to go so, off. So here. you're happy with the ten minute scene? Of... Yeah. <laughs> so um, you're all in. Yeah, you didn't even have to watch Fast Five, five now because you basically got the the ten minute <laughs> you got it overview all. of it. I didn't actually, yeah, someone told the guy I went with actually told me it was first five. Um, Damn, I saw that. That was adorable. You saw what? My son's down here. Cameron oh. just waving and smiling to his son. Oh, yeah, um, my son just came and sat down. So, yeah, I I didn't like it. I mean, obviously. Do you know what? The first kind of half an hour, I was kind of having a good time. Uh, whether that was the film's idea for me to laugh at it like that, probably not. But Vin Diesel is just the most unintentionally funny man ever. He just. Dude. He's just so weird. He sorry to cut you off. The scene where like Charlize Theron comes to his house and he like, <laughs> like pins her to the wall. He doesn't look real. I'm convinced Bro. he's not a real person. It's so I bizarre. I couldn't take it seriously. If, when like, he I just can't these, take like, seriously anymore. Angry takes. It just takes I, th- I thought they were gonna kiss. Um that been great. it just doesn't work. <laughs> I said in my like TikTok review that it's hard to take this many good-looking A-list people and just make it quite bland and boring for me because after a while, it does get quite tedious. Two hour 20, um, the first half an hour, an hour, I was having a bit of a good time with it because I was just like laughing at it. But then after that, it kind of just goes downhill and it, it feels like it's so erratic in these films. I don't know if it's like this in all the films, but it goes from plot point, plot point, plot point. There's no, there's no space. It's always like something's got to be happening. Like we go from, we transition from... Um, I don't fucking know. Michelle Rodriguez and Charlie's there and fighting, whatever. And it goes straight to this car chase. It's like there's no in the middle and stuff like that. And it's um, it's very much a headache at times. The, the the laws of physics in this damn thing, man, are ridiculous. Like they are crazy. You got <laughs> you got Dom Toretto picking up a car backwards with one arm. And then what what are we doing? Oh yeah, that, that was, I remember that. Now. Crazy. Bro, the, when he's in the it's airplane awesome. and he gets in the car and like the back door opens, I'm like. He's good, bro. He's got this. Yeah, it's like, what, what are we doing? Um, I've asked you guys this before, but I, I can't remember your answer. Have any of you guys seen um, Blue Mountain State before? Oh, yeah. yeah. When I saw oh, Todd yeah. Castle, I was excited. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I miss else. him. I miss him just, like, oh, doing oil, oil Cam, changes. Cam, Alan how, how handsome is that man? He's, he's like, uh, he's Ames. The old, Ames. I feel like Ultimate. he looks overly tanned in this movie. He looked, no, way, no, no, no. I think it was the flashbacks where he looked way too tan. I think in, pre, in present day, it was okay, but in the flashbacks, it was real bad. He's like, Ultimate is this, is this the guy that like gave Brie Larson like the whole recap? Of yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Ultimate like Chad. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah. Which he plays yeah. a Chad and he does. Yeah, he is Chad. 
It's a thought. It's a thought. Yeah, yeah. I miss him doing watch, oil changes. You should watch that shit, man. So yeah, you'd love, it. you'd love it, George. It's uh, not good it, TV, but you'd love it. It is a, quite. Some of them are quite like very funny. There's a movie. Oh too, yeah, right? the movie is the terrible. But I love that shit, man. Okay. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, I give it a one one point five. There was, you know, I could appreciate people fast. Oh, the, the drag race scene—they're fucking awful. Like they're just—I hated that whole. They've gotten, they've gotten worse this, and worse. This kind of whole female like dance—it's just so seedy and weird and early two thousands. Why are we still doing this? I it's know. Every so time weird. they go back to that, I'm like, just. Let's I leave think they're that trying the to recreate the original. Match the, the vibe, right? They, right. they still throw that. Yeah, they always throw in that original vibe for everyone, but. And then, that's, that's one of the things I kind of appreciated about this one was that it didn't really let you breathe anything and just kept going action to action to action because I don't really think I want to see this franchise like take a breath and try and like give us plot points and like deeper development because I just think whatever they decide to do for that would just be so stupid. So I'm just like I'd I, rather just have them go action action action. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do think. With I think I think the the action like while it's not good, it at least keeps you and you can maybe hear my son yelling. Um, I think the action, while it's not good, you can at least um, keep you in the movie. Like I, 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 I uh, think I said this before. I the night before I went to work on third shift, so I left at like second to third shift. So I left at like three thirty, three a.m. ish. Got home, fell asleep by four thirty. I was up back at the office by nine forty-five a.m. So I was like, I'm gonna fall asleep during this shit. I had a nine p.m. showing. It kept me awake, and for that, I say great job because. <laughs> The action like keeps you entertained at the very least, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I said in I said in my review, uh, this is like just dumb fun. That's very, 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 very dumb. So it's like it's like it's not good. But a lot of the things that I have gripes with, I kind of went back to who gives a shit because it's a Fast and Furious movie, and I don't think that gives it a pass. It's more just like I don't it's care enough. I don't care enough to give a, to like get mad about it. Like I saw some people that were like genuinely mad. They went and saw it, and I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's to the point where it's like I wasted two and a half hours. It depends um, how familiar you are with. Yeah, universe, and I rewatched everything except Fast X. Or no, sorry, uh, sorry, this is Fast X. I rewatched everything except Fast Nine and Fate of the Furious. So I didn't get to the last two. But now my Orton Shaw too. Oh, oh, I guess I didn't get to Hobbs and Shaw either because my my rankings are all out of whack. This is my like eighth movie, and I I dropped basically every one I rewatched. I dropped a little bit except Fast Five, which I still really enjoy. Um, but uh, this is like my eighth in the rankings. I don't know if it'll stay there after F nine because I have F nine at like a three out of five. Um, I say, sorry, can I go on? No, you're no, you're good. With, uh, I, say, I will say that I like. I quite like Jason Momoa at points. The yeah. guy just, he seemed like he was having a good time. He actually did make me laugh. And I do have a soft spot for, for John Cena in things. I don't yeah, know what it is. I like John Cena. But um, I will say, you know the girl that everyone's, uh, the one who was in Guardians 3, uh, yeah, Daniela, Daniela Moore. Just hated her, to be honest. No! I thought she was terrible. I was going to say she was my second favorite in the movie. No, she was I awesome. Thought, she was I, so much I, better than everyone else. Brie Larson had awesome suits. Okay, Larson, yeah. You so, thought she was better than everyone else, Kyle. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I thought Brie Larson was miles better than everyone else for, like, the two scenes she was in. She's just like, I was sitting there watching, and I'm like, 
I'm like, she is a much better actor than everyone yeah, Brie, in this Larson, movie. You know when she um, was speaking to Vin Diesel in like that bar? Yeah. The, the comparison between them is just... Between like, the two, yeah. yeah. And then I thought Danielle Melchior was like the second best in this movie. I was like, these are the only two that I would consider like very good actors and everyone else is just kind of hanging out doing their thing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's, it's at the point where I don't even think Vin Diesel's acting. He's just no, he's lines. just. I think he's no. Just, yeah, he's, he's not just, acting. He's doing his. He's. he's he is dumb Toretto. You know. You know those memes where it's like where it's like men will watch Joker and make it their entire personality. He's dumb Toretto. That's yeah, Vin yeah, Diesel. Yeah. Vin Diesel is a part of Fast and Furious. That's his entire personality. Yeah. He's Vin. Uh, he's dumb Toretto and Groot. That's yeah. like that's like two things. One of my biggest gripes with this movie, right before we get into spoilers, is that basically everyone in this movie is sidelined except Dom Toretto. Um, and I had this question, and I don't know if it's uh, I don't know if it's um, what's the word I'm trying um, disrespectful, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it just to see. Where do you think we'd be right now in this franchise if Paul Walker were still alive? I feel like Paul Walker I kind of. I think it would have been done. I think it may have been done, and I think Paul Walker kind of kept it a little bit grounded yeah. and and better movies. Did uh, people like him, like his performances? No, I, I don't mean, think anyone likes his performances, but yeah. I think I like him in this. People like this. his character, but like no yeah. one. I don't really remember. Like, I only remember that one line. You know what line? Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, that 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 like <laughs> that line is so that funny. ruined him. That line, honestly. Um, so, I think he was generally but, people's like favorite in this. I think. Oh, I think he was character. for sure. Yeah. Also, really weird that they had Mia in this and not Paul, and they just didn't like. Which one's Mia? The Mia's sister. the the sister that he's married to. Yeah. And the, in like Fast Seven, their their like explanation is that he like quits this life and goes live with Mia and their son. Um which Wait. is super weird to bring her back. Yeah. Um, oh at the end. Yeah. No, she was in the start. She was at the den. She was at the like lunch like John and Cena went to like her house yeah. to like take the kid yeah. and she's like, yeah, oh yeah, the, your dad's kid? at work. But oh, Seth, you 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 haven't seen Fast and Furious. They didn't kill off Paul Walker's character. No I'm... oh they didn't. No, no they do the see know. you yeah, it's, I, I wrote this. Oh, my was that the point of it? Where, like, where it's split yeah. up, so he's like yeah. driving away. Yeah, from yeah. yeah. it's genuinely one of the better like character send offs. What I film think, was in that? Movie. Fast Seven. Fast Seven. Oh, yeah. Furious. Which? Oh, Furious. by the way, by the way, sorry. This is a this is a Furious Seven fun fact that I made up. I don't know if it's true, and I don't believe the Fast and Furious writers to be smart enough to make this true. But Furious Seven is just Furious Seven, right? Um, and in that movie, uh, Vin Diesel is like, this time it's not just about being fast. And so that's the only one in the mo- in the title that doesn't have fast. I don't think the writers are smart enough to do that, but that's something I picked up on. So there you nice. go. There's Wait, my James, James Wan directed it? Yeah. yeah. James Wan, yeah. He did pretty well. That's why it's one of the better ones for most it's people. It's my favorite of the franchise. So Yeah, it's my number two. Interesting. Or three. All right, we can get into spoilers. I, I have to. I'll be right back. So, are, are we even getting into spoilers? Yeah, I was just going to talk about some of the, some of the big things. So, like, uh, <laughs> namely, so well, first off, the thing I'm most excited about for Fast Eleven is to see how they're going to explain how Tej and all those the people that were in that plane. Like, I can't wait to see the story of how they actually survived that because you know, like at the end, they're all in that plane and then like, yeah. they bazooka rocket. 
like one of the yeah, engines yeah. and it crashes in the mountainside. Big I can't wait twist. to see like they have like an ejector seat because there's no way they died. Like they would have made it they, much more dramatic. No, so oh, I can't wait to see what ridiculous way. Yeah, they just drew like I mean, honestly, that could be an explanation. I, I love so George. I don't know if you caught up on picked up on this like super minor cameo in the airport. Did you pick up on that? So when John Cena is walking in the airport with a kid and he has like you know the big look like uh, twenty one pilot. Yeah, he runs and I, Debbie I, Ryan like his who's I his wife. My, yes, I said that to my friend uh, immediately. I was like, there he is. Yeah, Someone such a weird random cameo. So it's the drummer of Twenty One Pilots and his wife, who's Debbie Ryan of from the Disney Channel. Uh, yes. But yeah, they literally like. I, mean, I, th- I think they might have one line, but basically, like, John Cena bumps into him, and I think the guy was like, watch out, or, like, sorry, man, or something, and they just, then they're gone. It was just real quick. Yeah, it was such a weird... I mean, is he, like, a huge uh, Fast and Furious fan or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because, like, I, they did, there was no 21 Pilot songs in the soundtrack or anything, no, so I don't no. know, I guess... He must just know someone in the production or something, and they were on set one day. They're like, yeah, sure, I'll be in the scene, but... So funny. John Cena, though, is, like, a guy... So there's obviously dozens of hollywood actors that are like beyond jacked like you know like the rock type standards but something about seeing john cena he just seems like a different level to where like he, he always looks like he's about to burst like his his arms are just always look like they're gonna explode I, I think he was the i think thad castle was like the guy who just was so much bigger than everyone yeah that he's, guy, like, he's huge. like big though john cena looks like he yeah. has a permanent pump all the time. Yeah. Did you see Thad Castle's art? Sorry, whatever his yeah. fucking name was. He's Thad Castle. His arm in his polo. He was, he Although was that mean. man had no legs. He had some time. John Cena has no legs either. Did you know? okay, I think it's just by comparison, it's hard to have, have legs when your yeah, upper body's juice that big. There is. Just train them just as much and you'll be fine. <laughs> That's just so funny, yeah. though. Like that, He like literally he carries a plane onto the plane. He just carries it Jokes. as a carry-on. So so awesome. unreal. Am I, was, am I yeah. stupid for legitimately thinking that was a kayak? No, I do. I did. I thought he was I, just I literally like they tried to make him seem like he was some like granola yeah. outdoors. Uh, but I yeah, literally yeah, thought he's like, I just need a kayak yeah. everywhere the, I go. The entire <laughs> time, I'm like, wow, they're really playing into this father son on a yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. camping yeah. expedition yeah. thing. <laughs> And then, uh, so pulls it out. I was going, What is he about to pull out of this motherfucker? (laughs) I already mentioned that this was like Avengers Infinity War for Fast X because everyone comes back. So we have obviously Charlize Theron's in this movie. We have Gal Gadot who makes an appearance at the very end. Um, Oh, time out. Can you hear me? Yes, I don't, I don't see my little blue box, so I never know. Um, I completely forgot she died in Fury and in uh, Fast and Furious 6. I texted Tyler and I was like. I was like, shut up. You're not going to watch these. Uh, I texted Tyler because I was texting him during this movie. And I was like, when did, did she die in F8 or F9? I didn't get to watch those. And then I'm like, oh, shit, she died when Han died. They just already brought Han back, but they didn't bring her back yet. So it's just so dumb, man. Said, no uh, one dies in this. Thing. And I, I don't know if this is fucked up to say, but I said this immediately after to, to my friend who I saw the movie with. I go, they kill off everyone and bring everyone back. But the one person, the one character that they probably should have killed off, they didn't, and they're never going to bring him back for obvious reasons. I don't know if they that's fucked up to say, but I think I, I I put this in my review. I genuinely think that's one of the best character send offs for Paul Walker. No, no, like, it, it was so yeah, good. It was great. It was that great. makes that movie. But like, it's funny that like all these characters are dying and coming back, but the one character, the main character that's still alive, you want me to believe he's just dipping for good? <laughs> and that's like what I feel like retroactively is the point in the series where since so many people come back that like you think are supposed to be dead, 
it's almost like jokes on us at this point because it's like, come on, like the one of the main actors that he died in real life and they didn't kill him off. So how could we ever expect they're actually going to kill off yeah. these, act- these characters in the movie? So Gal Gadot overturns. Obviously, the post credit scene that pretty much everyone had spoiled for them before this movie came out, which was wild. Was it was a post credit scene? Yeah, there was a post credit scene. But it was, uh, it was a spoiler, basically, everyone. It's just that The Rock has come back to the series, um, which was kind of uh, crazy. I, how, like, again, that. I kind of liked it, though. I liked this post credit scene. No, like, like I, I texted this to Cam. I was like, Cam was like, wow, there's so many cameos and new people coming back. It's crazy. I was like, this, this franchise is so dumb and overbloated that, like, if we're going to have a finale, just go out with a bang. Bring every person back, every A-lister that's ever been in these movies. Bring them all back, which is what they did. Because I don't know. Who am I missing, Cam? Who else came back? Gal Gadot, uh, The Rock, Jason so, Statham. Jason Statham. Jason yeah. Statham. Jason which, by the way, I know you said he, uh, Jason Momoa is the best villain. I love Jason Statham in this. I don't know. I don't know if it's just I love Jason Statham, but I think he's so fun in these Fast and Furious movies. My... I don't know about who came back, but my one another big thing about this movie is or not this movie, this franchise. Everyone has a sibling. Everyone has a sibling. Shaw. So Jason Statham is the sibling of the villain in Fast and Furious six. Mm-hmm. Um, J- Jacob, uh, John Cena's character, is the sibling of Dom, obviously. Um, in this, we get Daniela Melchior's character, who's the sibling of Elena, who was Dom's like love interest in Fast Five when letty died off or whatever and then she got killed in fast eight um jason momoa obviously the son of the villain in fast six or whatever i think there there's more i'm certain of that but everyone's a sibling man and and i don't know if there are any cameos i'm missing but that there's so many of those where they're like hey i'm your brother all of a sudden and oh the grandma is the grand or the grandma of dom and i again this is something i mentioned Fuck that. She wasn't around for any of this shit. She's given a speech about how how this family's been together through so much. You weren't around. You don't know what this family's been through. You don't know any of these people. Get out of here. That was great. Was Jason Statham a villain and before? He was Fast Furious yeah. 7's villain, yeah. Oh, okay. And also, everyone, every villain's good now. Cypher and Letty are friends. Shaw's a good villain. Uh that Jacob was the villain of Fast of Fast Nine or whatever. Like everyone's good now. Jason Momoa is probably going to like become a family member by part three, and then who knows, man? I'll freak out. I, the, the, the drag racing scene. The drag racing scene. This just felt so out of place too, because like, the, so they're they're all they all there's always going to be like a race with the villain in these movies. But of like course. Jason Momoa seems like the biggest baddest in terms of like just pure destruction and death and just disregard for human life so it just seems weird that they just like tone it down in the midst of all that and be like let's have a quick drag race and then oh of course he kills or tries to kill everyone with their bomb with bombs in the middle of the race like obviously he's gonna do that uh, this is a very class and this happens in every fast and furious movie it's like uh because at one point it's something about the streets or whatever and so they all point guns at dom and then all guns at at jason momoa and it's the same thing as like is it which one is it where he stomps the uh, garage? Yes, Tyler. Seven. Is that fast? Seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fast seven. yeah. Where, yeah, where he's like, yeah. Where he's like you mess with the streets. streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and then again in this one, and I made uh, this is the first movie in a while I've took it. I've taken um, notes, and they're fun because this dude's an act- absolute like this movie's just so stupid. It's fun to take notes. Um, Dom is always making. Oh my shit! My kid just stood up for the not first time, but on his own for the first time. Sorry, 
That is a big parent moment. Good job, bud. Good job. I mean, obviously it's going to happen when we're talking about the biggest family That's movie of all so time. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, but Dom always is making people fight for him in the streets. In this one, it's against Ames. Uh, and then they just get the shit kicked out of them. And I'm like, God, I would stop fighting for this guy. I'm, I'm eagerly waiting for Camp Sun to start walking around and Camp to freak out right now. No, he just stood up. Good job. All right. Y'all, uh, Ludacris is awesome. That's all my, I got a couple other notes. Oh, the, the running joke about, um, uh, what was the running joke with Ludacris and the other guy? What's his name? Tyrese. Uh, there was one running joke. Being a leader. Uh, it was the being a leader. It was like the money thing. Either way, just the whole. I think Roman is hilarious. I didn't like the girl. I do not think Roman's funny. Which girl? Which girl? The the English one. What's her name? I don't know the, any the of their English names. Except Dom's right there. The English oh, she's girl, the girl from Game of Thrones. She's the game girl from Game of Thrones. Oh, um, she's like Melisandre. Yeah, she, the, she's the friend, uh, the, she's a smart one. The, I don't has, know her name. Who, by the way, I took note of this, has the best line in the movie where uh, all of a sudden she knows stuff about cars. Um, and she says, oh, that's right. I know stuff now. Because um, in the previous two movies, she's just this, like, expert. She created, like, God's Eye or whatever. But now she knows about um, now she knows about cars. My kid's crying, so I'm going to mute. It's because she's a part of the family now. Yeah, maybe. Was she in the first ones? I don't remember. She was in seven on seven, eight, nine, uh, ten. Yeah, yeah, I don't really have any more thoughts for this movie. Like Cam said, I do think a lot of people got sidelined, especially like Brie Larson was just so wasted in this movie. Like she had just like two random scenes, but at least they gave her like super fly drip for both her scenes. Like when she had like that, like what that blue suit with like the the like diamond shoes or whatever. Like she was always looking fly, but she barely got anything to do. Um, she had the action sequence as well, though. At least she had one of those. Yeah. I just feel the like when, I feel like when she was like announced that she was joining the franchise, people were like expecting more from. Because she's a big name, they have to right. Her so much. Uh, but then again, like this movie just had so many people come back and so many cameos, like Pete Davidson being uh, in there. That it's Pete just Davidson, like no one really yeah, was yeah. able to get much life or get much runway except Dom Toretto because there just was so much. And John Cena got a big part in this, so yeah, that's all. That's all I gotta say. Rocket League scenes and just yeah. Shout out Rocket League. I love yeah. Rocket League. <laughs> My one George. question is. Oh. Was George gonna? Ask I, I didn't. I didn't see who was. My uh, my one question is: uh, are are title cards of locations being overused now? Yes. Yeah. Is I that, don't like. The, that, I didn't like the font. That's I really big, hate it. That's no, the no, big no, I, don't, I don't mind it if this is like a in a movie like this where they are going. To this one needed it. They they were freaking. They traveled the world so yeah, fast and so they often. Went everywhere. I put small and in the corner. I don't like how they. Yeah, like, that's I don't fair. Like, I just don't want to I almost instead of like a title card scene of like the city, I would rather have the cutscenes be like a quick world map with like colored dots and say like the names of everyone. Because I feel like everyone was kind of like shifting continents and countries because they were like in, they were in Brazil, they were in Rome, they were like they were going everywhere. Like I was like at the bottom left of the screen, there needs to be a map the entire movie with a pin of where every single character is. It stays on the screen. It just stays on the screen the entire time. Yeah, and then. Like, last point that i want to mention and this is just a prediction but i guarantee you by the time this franchise is over we're getting the quote i wrote it down not only are we fast but we're furious too and that's going to be some sort of quote i would probably. hate that probably. probably i would hate that so much or or it's going to end with vin diesel being like uh we've always been fast and furious there's some stupid shit like that 
What, whatever this franchise ends off with, you know the final like three minutes is just going to be a voiceover by Vin Diesel. It's just going to be some of the corniest, most ridiculous shit you ever heard. <laughs> but you know what? Everyone in this movies are making their bag, having fun with it. So that's true. Whatever. They are making their bag. And, yeah. and no one had more fun than Jason money they put into these. They got to make it. I mean, they make, the they make a lot of money. Three hundred forty million for this film. Yeah, that's crazy man. I didn't realize how big they were. Yeah, and Who it's. It's Fast and Furious at the end of the day. Ridiculous movie, action nonstop, basically two hours and 20 minutes without letting you breathe in terms of there's just no real time to let you sit with anything. Uh, I liked it more than most. I gave it a three-star. Uh, Cam gave it a two-star, I believe, and then Seth gave it a 1.5, and George gave it a one. So we all were different on this one from varying levels degree of disdain. But we'll wrap it up there with the Fast X review, and we will move on to the other reviews we got this week. So first off, we'll start with White Man, White Men Can't Jump, a remake of the Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes movie of the 90s, I believe. And uh, now yeah. we're, we're back with it. Cal Maddock directing, uh, Jack Harlow starring. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of people are looking forward to this just simply because of the Jack Harlow effect. Can't say it was that great, though, uh, at least for me. I'm going to cater to George first because he was higher on it than me. So, George, what were your thoughts on White Man Can't Jump? Yeah, it's it's funny because, like, White Man Can't Jump getting a two and a half for me. Like, that's a good two and a half. But, like, I don't know. Something like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood getting a two and a half, that's a bad two and a half. So, like, I gave it two and a half. But, like, I'm not going to sit here and shit on this movie. Like, and I think going into it, I was expecting it to be, like, a 0.5 out of five. So, I just came out way more pleased than I expected. And I don't even like Jack Harlow, so I wasn't even, like, rushing to see this movie i just happened to come home uh, from work early on friday and i saw it had been released so i was like all right let's just tune this on this movie genuinely had me laughing like there were moments where i was like genuinely laughing there was one bonnie Vare comment that had me rolling bro it was so funny um but this movie is exactly what you would expect it lacks like the heart that the original lacks it lacks kind of like the chemistry between all our characters that the original like succeeded in like crazy um Jack Harlow is a terrible dramatic actor, but I guess he balances it out because I thought his comedic timing was super on point. Um, like genuinely, I thought he was funny. Um, but no, th- this this movie didn't do anything for me. It was an entertaining hour and forty five minutes, um, and and I, I, I went in expecting this to be my lowest rated movie of the year, and it's not. It's a two and a half. I I I, I had a decent time with it i'll say like i had fun with it i definitely enjoyed it i definitely laughed but you know at the end of the day this movie just did nothing for me yeah not to make a basketball pun but this movie just felt like it had like no bounce to me it had no life like it was just very much a a movie that was written as a reboot and they just kind of copy and paste like they just kind of went through the motions on set and didn't didn't really look like like jack harlow like was fine in this it didn't really look like anyone was having fun though like didn't really look like anyone was really happy to be there making this movie they just like I, I genuinely laughed out loud, not for the right reasons. When uh, I can't, I don't know the name of the other guy in the cast. Let me get this quick. So when Cinqua Walls, when he wins like in the basketball game at the end, and like the game's over, and he like walks right up to his wife. He's like, "My dad's dead, isn't he?" And I was like, or like he's gone, isn't he? It's like it's something about like how like how unemotional like. and undramatic he was in saying that. Just like quickly wins the basketball game. He's like, "My dad's dead, isn't he?" I was just like, I just laughed. Like that was such a so. Yeah. It's weird and out of place. The, the, the dramatic moments of this movie are what hold it back yeah. for me. Like I wish they just embraced like this reboot as just like a full blown comedy because I do I, I laughed a chunk. But like there were just some moments like even when um 
like Jack Harlow is fighting with his uh, with his girlfriend at one point. I was like, there's just like their acting is so bad. It just removed me from this entire scene, which should be like an emotional scene, not emotional, but it should have been a heavier scene because they were talking about some like heavy stuff. But it was just I don't know, not yeah. it. George, whenever whenever one of us get around to proposing, we got to take a book out of Jack Harlow and this just pretend we tore our ACL and fall. Yeah. Our, pretend you tear your ACL and fall to your knee and then do the proposal. Like, God damn, this is that was so funny. Yeah, so so corny. But like, I enjoyed Jack Harlow's like goofy character of just being like a kombucha loving, sandal wearing yeah. hippie. Uh, just he's just a funny guy. But uh, I can't really say I enjoyed much this movie. It was just kind of just like a very. I don't know. It's just like you turn it on and I got exactly what I was expecting from it. Yeah. It's like I, I saw um, Chris's review actually made me laugh. He was like, no, it wasn't a good movie, but I turned it on and started doing my laundry and forgot it was playing in the background. So I had a good time with it. <laughs> right. And that's what it's kind of, I mean, it's a, it's a Hulu original streaming movie. It's kind of like, that's what I feel like it's meant for. Like if you're going to watch it, don't give it your full attention. Like it's not really worth that. But if you can, if you, if you want to just have something on in the background, not the worst thing in the world. There's kind of good vibes in the movie, I guess. Yeah. But uh, there are worse movies out there. For definitely. Sure. Uh, anything else you want to add on White Men Can't Jump? Not really. Just yeah. the highlighting that Bonnie Bear comment. I literally had to rewind that because I was dying so badly. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I love how like, he like ended up in like the. He actually ended up playing for like the Lakers G League. Yeah, like it's a like, ten day. It's like that's such a. It's such a trope in like basketball, like street basketball movies, where it's like, oh, I'm gonna make it to the league. But I feel like no one ever ends up actually like yeah. making it that far. It's about like the experience and what you learn along the way that matters. But in this movie, it's like, no, it literally just goes from the streets to like, oh, now I'm on the Lakers. Sweet. It's also it funny because like the all of these like invitationals or basketball tournaments they played in, like they they not one time mentioned like any scouts, any right. NBA players being there watching. Like in my mind, these are just like you know, small California or Florida, wherever they were tournaments that they're just playing in. Like, and then like they win a tournament in which none of them like excelled. Like none of them showed any prowess that would get them to the league on a 10 day contract. And I was like, okay, my man made it. And now Jack Harlow is also a, I guess, guru. Yeah. It, it, that, yeah, there's nothing more I need to add on that one. It was a very fine, bad yeah. movie like it's it's not like i don't like rate it 1.5 in any disdain or just dis, or not trying to spite it it just there just wasn't much there exactly uh, what you would expect yeah exactly um like, and then I'm gonna, more. I'm gonna do like a quick one sentence review of all these other new releases i saw so we're gonna rapidly rapid fire go through them because i did have a quad feature on friday of new releases because i like with travel last week and with family in town like i hadn't gone i hadn't seen these new releases so i had to check off a lot so i'll just go in order of what i watched my quad feature started off with master gardener latest movie from paul schrader um felt a lot like the card counter if you guys saw that paul schrader movie from five years ago or whatever but oh the one with oscar isaac i haven't seen that yeah oscar isaac i have not so i need to get around to that Cause I didn't love Master Gardener. It's uh, like I know like Doug really enjoyed it, and it's like it's a movie that's getting mixed reviews. But Paul Schrader cultists are really, really liking it. So I think I might like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I didn't realize Paul Schrader is such a cult following. Where like literally like every review on Letterboxd is the same exact thing. Like oh, Paul's so silly for this. It's like the parasocial glazing going on is is wild for Paul Schrader. Uh, he's I don't know. It's a weird movie. I didn't love it. I didn't connect with the main story. Like I, I could say what is more what it's about, but that would kind of spoil the wild premise that this movie is. So just go for what you saw in the trailer. It's just a 
you know, a gardener and uh, some things aren't as, as it seems. And once you find out what the things are that aren't as it seems, it gets it's a very interesting premise. It's very interesting, to say the least. I gave it a two out of five star. Um, so I didn't hate it. I just didn't really love it. Um, then I moved from that into Fool's Gold, which I did hate. That's my lowest movie of the year. Charlie Day. I don't know, man. I, like, I, I really like you, Charlie Day. It's, it's bold. He made it basically a Charlie Chaplin style comedy because he has zero lines in the movie. He never says a single word. Everyone else in the movie is talking, but he doesn't say a single word, which for someone who I think is just genuinely as funny as Charlie Day, that's just a bold move for a comedy to just completely kind of remove you from it. Ken Jong gets a lot of the dialogue in this and this is like the least funny Ken Jong's ever been, which is saying something because I genuinely think he's usually very funny. Is that Hangover? Yep, that's yeah, the Hangover yeah. guy. Um, also, Fool's Paradise. Oh, sorry. I, I say, yeah, you, you, you said the Matthew McConaughey Fool's Gold. Oh, oh Fool's, yeah. Very different movies. <laughs> Fool's Paradise, yeah. Fool's Paradise was ass. It's the worst year of the movie for me. I didn't laugh once and chuckle once. Didn't even have like a heavy breath once. Like It just wasn't funny. Uh, I kind of just hated every second of it. From there, I went into Hypnotic. Wasn't as bad, but that's just a bad movie, man. They, it's like they literally just yep. tried to combine Inception, Interstellar, Memento, and it felt like a soap opera on top of that. Ben Affleck just didn't look like he wanted to be there. I feel like he just purely made that movie just to make some make some paychecks just so he could pay for the air budget. But, yeah, it was just not, not a good movie. Hypnotic, 1.5 star. Don't waste your time with it. And then finally, capped off the quad feature with BlackBerry. That is very much worth it. I think that's a must-see for everyone, whether it's in the theaters or when it gets out on streaming. But I gave that a four-star. It's, like, right on the border being a 4.5 star because I gave it an 8.4. Genuinely super funny. Glenn Howerton, I think, will be or could be Oscar-nominated for his acting performance. He did incredible. I roasted his bald cap in my letterbox review because that's the worst bald cap I've ever seen. Turns out, not a bald cap. He just actually shaved his head. So something's just very uncanny about the way he looks in this movie. Um, it's like he has a lot of makeup on it. Just, it's just odd. Like he's not old enough to play like a character with that kind of hair. I don't know. It's weird. But the movie itself, very funny. And then it gets very dark. And it's, it's very good. Blackberry, highly recommend. And then quickly finish the rapid fire. Still a Michael, Fo- Michael J. Fox movie, the documentary. First six minutes of that, like hooked What's me more than any documentary ever has. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. I've okay. re- everyone should watch that. It's like... Even if you're not like a huge Michael J. Fox fan of his movies, which I don't know how you couldn't be, like the Back to the Future movies are incredible, or um, at least the first couple. Uh, yeah, it's it's such a good documentary. I think everyone should see it. It's only ninety minutes, and it's genuinely so good. Like not just like the subject matter, but like the way they tell the story is super great. Um, book Club: The Next Chapter got I got into the book club lore this weekend. Got watched the first one and then watched the sequel. It's like fine. It's like a three star, which is better than I expected. Oh, it really? To be. Yeah, it's like a 5.5 out of 10, so the very bottom rung of 3-star, but it was like a very fine, okay movie. Like, I had more fun with that than I did 80 for Brady. And then, lastly, Carmen. No one's talking about this movie, but it's starring Paul Mescal and Melissa Barrera. And, Is it out? Yeah, in, like, limited theaters. I saw it. I had to go to, like, my niche theater to see it, but... It's a musical. They dance a lot in it. Paul Mescal, you hear him play the acoustic guitar and sing. You also see Paul Mescal bare knuckle box. You see Melissa Barrera dance a ton. I feel like there's a movie that like film Twitter would love okay. just because it's like two up and coming stars that do stuff that like everyone would love to see them do, like play music and be shirtless. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm so trying to see Paul Mescal bare knuckle box. Yeah, dude. Like it's. it's he basically plays like a border patrol agent and Melissa Barrera is playing someone crossing the border and their paths cross 
and this all happens in like the first like two minutes. That's kind of what like the story is. And then from there they go together and uh, run away together. And this is kind of the story of that. And Carmen is Melissa Barrera, and that's the whole premise of the movie. Um, but yeah, it, it was fine. It was like five point seven out of ten. It's super unique and artistic, but Paul Mescal and Melissa Barrera are awesome. So it was cool seeing them. And that's the rundown of all the new releases I've seen. So I'm gonna kick it over to the new release that Seth has seen, which finally. Eh, not really finally. It's it's not the farthest A24 release that no. the, the UK's had. It's probably only been like three weeks or a month or something since it came yeah. out here. But yeah, Bo was like afraid. That was like a year, bro. I, felt like. I still haven't seen that, to be fair. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I missed out on cinema, so I'm definitely waiting waiting until it comes out on streaming nice. here. Yeah. Yeah. Seth is now officially a boner. Let's hear it. Bo is afraid. What's the review? The boners. Uh, boner champs. It's um, really weird. Uh I really liked the first half, the first kind of hour and a half of it, mainly because I related and empathized with Bo. You know, he's afraid of the outside world, his anxiousness, his feelings towards family, towards people, towards isolation. I found it really interesting and also quite scary as well, in a way. And I think that Ariast has a way of shooting which just makes me incredibly uncomfortable. And I, I found it to be really, in a positive way, well, in one of the first hour and a half but then when it, and the play scene as well i think i'm frozen am i frozen you were for a second yeah. but you're back now no, yeah, frozen me. uh yeah the, the play scene i really liked i don't know about you guys i, I kind of like felt like i was tripping out for most of the play scene it was really fucking weird uh but i really like yeah. that bit um joaquin phoenix was great uh what was the what's his mom called um oh uh, Poe? Patty LaPoe? I think she was fantastic. I really, really liked her. But the, the kind of final hour just lost me in a way. And I think it's hard with a film like this because this is a very much a self involved film from Ariasta where you're going to either connect with it depending on your experiences and your, your emotions and, and, and how you relate to certain things. And I think it's very much hard to, it's very self indulgent, isn't it? It's, 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 it's on Ariasta and there's no game past that. And it was a shame because I, when I watched the first an hour and a half, I was like, I'm going to give this like a, a 4.5 the way this is going. I'm loving this. And even though it lost me in the second half, there was no point where I was bored or I felt like it was tedious, which is surprising for a three-hour film, especially given the fact that I gave it a three-star, which isn't crazy high. I don't, Tyler, did you give it a three-star? Yeah, it I might be three-star. Three I gave okay. it a three-two. Okay, so yeah. Um, I gave it a 3.5, honestly, but yeah, I liked it. Yeah, so it was one of them where it kind of it didn't get tedious, but I, I think the social commentary in the final hour and a half was very much in your face. Like with the penis monster, it's like, I get it. I know what you're trying to say, but it's so obvious what you're trying to say that it's like, what's the point? It found, it found it very much to be the last hour and a half very shallow um, and surface level in a way, whereas I think the first hour and a half was very much more well done. However, that might just be based on my experiences and my um empathy with Bo. I thought Wacky Phoenix was fantastic, as he always is. I think he was really, really good. And I think on a technical level, it was a it was a fantastic film. But I will I will watch again because I think it will be a film of benefits from an, or warrants another rewatch because there's so much to it. Um but yeah, really, really good first half. Feeling didn't really last in the second half. Um three three star. Um I did enjoy it, but it's a shame because it did very much fall off for me after the first kind of hour and a half, I would say. Yeah, I, I tweeted the other day. I said, like, for some reason, I want to rewatch Bo is Afraid. And I just feel that way with a lot of Ari Aster films, which is, like, weird because I've only seen them all once. But, like, Hereditary, obviously, like, wild movie, scary movie. But, like, 
something about it I want to rewatch. Midsummer, super disturbing, like a movie you wouldn't think you'd really want to watch again, but like for some reason I'm drawn to like wanting to rewatch. Yeah, so I need to watch Midsummer. Something about yeah. Ari Aster's like addicted to me. Like I kind of want to re re get into that world again. So, but with I, the brain, I think I will rewatch like immediately when it comes on to streaming because I've been kind of itching to. I've watched Hereditary. Like, I'm sure George has as well. Like pretty four or five times maybe a couple of times yeah, yeah a couple of times but midsummer i've probably only seen i think i've only seen it once and i think that'll deserve a rewatch because i've only seen it twice quieter. yeah i'm weirdly yeah. like not compelled to like rewatch midsummer well, I the way i like hereditary so i felt like at the time i may have been missing something because i didn't love it but i did like it and i feel like there's a lot there that maybe i i, I didn't take in at the time i think arias is very very he's a very weird but interesting filmmaker he, he, speak, he makes movies for himself. He doesn't care no, this is what the thing, anyone is, is going to think yeah, about his movies. I, I admire about him because his films are so self-involved. Yeah. If you're loving a film that is so self-involved, like he doesn't give a fuck. He's just making movies for himself, like you yeah. said. So it's quite an accomplishment that people love him as a filmmaker. Yeah. Um, also, just to put in my note, now I have seen... Uh, my, uh, now I have seen Bo's Afraid, you know, the argument of Peel, Eggers, Aster. You know what was going on on Twitter? Because like... Yeah. Lauren, Million percent, I'm sticking with what I said before. Eggers one, Peel two, Aster three. For me, anyway, Dang. that's my that's my three. Go, I'm assuming George. I'm assuming you'd be Peel Eggers, Aster. Another way around. Peel Aster Eggers. Really? Yeah. That's disgusting. I'm Peel Aster. Horror, you're a horror guy, man. Peel Aster Eggers as well for me. I I I, I rate uh I rate Hereditary, um and Midsummer higher than. The Northman and the Witch, but uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I think the Lighthouse is better than Midsummer. Oh, he's the last one. And I like right there, there, right there with Hereditary. Midsummer, like a three point five. Bell is afraid, like a three. And Hereditary is obviously really high. Yeah. Get Out really make it's close between Aster and Peel for me. Yeah. Get Out holds really like. Yeah. Puts Peel in a place another because I just fucking love that film. But yeah, it was good. All right, well, moving on. So right now, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, just stop what you're doing, go on your podcasting app, and make sure you've rated us five stars. Give us a good old rating, and click that follow button on either Spotify or Apple Music, and give us a follow on those platforms as well. It would truly help us out. But we will move on now to trailers. Cameron? Uh, can you? I can't remember uh, what I did last week for trailer time. Oh, it's kind of a theme, and then you like, I thought it was more like a rock and roll, but it was like a hey, 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 it's trailer time. That's the that's this week's theme. So perfect. I think that was Good. last week's theme. So a little okay, perfect. Perfect. I think it was around there. I think last week. No, Star Wars was for Star Wars. No, no, I think you did that for trailers. All right, I'm going to have to rewatch. I'll have to get back on that and let you know. Not warrant sex through rewatches, just as Bowie's Afraid does. Is that so? You got to find the Easter eggs. Well, this was a massive, massive, massive week for trailers. The biggest one being, of course, Killers of the Flower Moon. Obviously, we've all seen that at this point. Can you see the wolves in this picture? Of course, immediately becomes the meme of the Twitter world. Um, yeah, let's let's hear some thoughts on the Killers of the Flower Moon trailer. I think it looks great. I think it looks like a very film Twitter movie in the sense of that I don't think any normal person will see that trailer and be excited for that movie. It's not an exciting trailer for the average moviegoer. You don't but think? No, it, it's not. It's, just it's not. a very exciting trailer. 
I think it's a very exciting trailer for us. I don't for think us. Yeah, I think I think like even a few years ago and I wasn't really into Phil if I'd have seen this, I'd have been like, Oh my god. Yeah, I, I guess so. I, I think this three and a half hour movie is not gonna be a, it's not gonna be an audience favorite, I don't think. I don't think it'll be one of his more successful movies. But I think it'll be great. I, I'm very excited for it. But I don't think it'll be very successful. Uh box I think it'll be successful for itself, but it's not gonna be like fast X. But I think, I this think, is, I think, think this is like a two hundred million dollar budget. Like I think this is a, Jesus, really. I think it's a huge budget movie. I don't think it's going to really be a box office smash. Like Oppenheim no, it won't. Well, none right. of his film really are. Like right. Silence. I, that's what I'm, I'm just trying to say. Like I don't think this is like a. This isn't a trailer and a type of movie that people are going to be like, yes, I need to spend three and a half hours at the theater watching this. But they should because I think it's going to be great. And people are saying this is Leonardo DiCaprio's best performance in his career. Um, mm-hmm. Anyone else have thoughts on the Killers of the Flower Moon trailer? It's the first trailer reaction I've ever done. Great. First one I've ever done. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's saying Dad. something. Yeah, I, I stole Jordan's idea. I just this is like a film. Not my you, idea. It is well, you're the guy for it. You're the trailer reaction guy. Um, I got so many comments as I always do on my trailer reaction for the creator. It was like, bro's not even reacting. He's just <laughs> staring. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Do you know what though? I take the piss out of you for that. But then I did it, and I did yeah. it. Because it's like, what do I say? Also, exactly. that's not true. That's not true, Seth. You've done a trailer well, reaction before. Oh, you did the oh, one yeah, I did the real yeah, they <laughs> Jack yeah. and Jill. Yeah, Jack and Jill. Uh, yeah, I've been excited for this for fucking like when did it get announced? Probably two years ago when the first image yeah. came out, whatever. Uh the image, like you know, the one we always see. But yeah. I, I'm just so and obviously we got the early reactions from the Cannes Film Festival. The embargo got lifted like yesterday, uh, and it's looking extremely positive. So I'm I'm all in. I'm very, 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 very fucking excited. But although it doesn't come out till like October, which is a little bit annoying. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, the latest it, Twitter meme. Is it the same date for you guys, October the twentieth? I really hope it yeah. is. October, yeah. Yeah, I was scared with this one. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Oh, of course, it's a streaming film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's well, Apple it's coming TV. out. It's, it's getting a theater release, though. Yeah, I mean, like pro- predominantly. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's an Apple TV Plus film, and I did double check. It is a two hundred million dollar budget, so I was actually in saying this. So, um, yeah. Stacked cast, though. Obviously, we saw first looks at Brendan Fraser and Jesse Plemons and Lily Gladstone and Leonardo DiCaprio. So, and, and Robert De Niro. Jesse so. Plemons. Look, did you see him at the um, film festival? Yeah, good. He's, he's on that Ozempic. Every, good. every yeah. celebrity's on these days. Really uh, good. Yeah, it's just like he's a, kind of a big boy for a while. Jimmy there. Kimmel made no, that, that joke at the the Oscars. He said like, "Yeah, looks like an Ozempic commercial in this crowd because it's just like everyone in Hollywood <laughs> is on that drug right now." Of course, <laughs> but it's working. Like Jesse Plemons looks looks freaking yeah, thin now. So uh, the next trailer we got was Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, Josh Hutcherson and frick, what's that guy's name? Mr. Shaggy. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr.? No, no, Matthew. No, that's uh, Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, first look at that. I don't know, this movie, look, like, it's got my attention. I know it's a huge, like, cult following Did on you play it? Twitter. Yeah, I never played it, but I know people played the played game and have, like, a cult following for this movie. But I think I the trailer, like, I'm intrigued. Really, George? I, I mean, you're not a gamer, are you? It was a massive well, game. I, I played it. Especially for, like, streaming on Twitch. But it was, like, a phone game. Was no, 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 no. Okay, okay. Maybe I'm thinking. Either, I had game never game. even I'd never heard played. of like the title Five Nights at Freddy's." Until, this has like, got like really this movie. It's I had no idea. Rolling. It's got like a lot of lore. Yeah, it. They made, they made I, got, I, I got so many comments like react to the Five Nights at Freddy trailer. I'm what like, you meant to say? What <laughs> is that? I so I used to play it, and it genuinely, if they do it the right way, the game was terrifying when I was younger. People used to. It was one of those games that was really big when you know in YouTube gaming was such a huge thing. 
everyone used to play because he used to get the yeah. views. I don't know if you remember the Slenderman when that yeah. was like first came out, uh, it was Final Freddy's was like that with its viewing base on YouTube. And I used to play it, and I think if they do the film the right way, even if it's probably gonna be quite gimmicky, but I think it will probably work. But yeah, this has like I was speaking to this about Anna earlier because she was speaking to people about uh, work about it. This has like a crazy following. There's like law behind this and everything because of how many mm -hmm. games there was. And like people have been getting views doing trailer reactions and stuff on on TikTok. Well, I didn't realize it was this like big. People love, you know I mean? people love a trailer reaction. Yeah, people do love a trailer reaction. But the views, the views are yeah, all over the place. Their way of watching the trailer, honestly. It pretty much is. No one's actually watching you. Bro. Yeah, like, yeah. They just be on their for you page. Like, oh yeah, I'll just watch it. Yeah. You're just there. That's why it's like, why do you care about my reaction? You're not paying attention to me. Yeah, you're watching the damn trailer. Anyway, <laughs> like, don't look at me. Watch the trailer. Yeah, using you for views. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> we also got a trailer for Extraction 2, which obviously features that 21-minute continuous one-take action shot. Yeah. Uh, Cam, you're a big fan of Extraction 1. You yeah. excited for Extraction I mean, 2? Extraction 1 is just like a really... I think the action is so damn good that it, it really works for me. Uh, extraction 2... If the 21 minute long take action scene is a as good as like I hope it is to be, um, I'll probably give this movie a fairly high score. I think I have Extraction One at like an 83 or something like that. So uh, four out of five. Um, it's not perfect, but yeah, I'm excited for this. I like I like Chris Hemsworth, you know, as a person. So I I, I like to watch the movies that he's in. Um, can't say like it's my most anticipated movie of the summer, but uh, I, I'm excited. What's for the least on this? Uh, July 16th. I did a video on it. <laughs> now I can't remember. <laughs> but it'll be this, no, it's in the June. It's in the June 16th one. So it's like with the Flash and all that. Oh, that with everything oh, is dropping. Yeah. But it's straight to Netflix, though. So it's not going to be. It is straight to Netflix. Netflix. Like if you just want to sit on your couch, you can watch that. Yeah, I'll give it a watch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then George, Dallas. the Bear season two trailer dropped. I know both you and Victoria are really big fans of that show. Yes. Yes. We 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 love the Bear, and and I love that. See, I feel like. This is such like a fast release between the time that season one ended to the time that season two. Obviously, there's no like massive CGI set pieces that need to be edited in post production or any visual effect add ons or like anything of like that magnitude. So it, it, I feel like it's it makes sense that they're just pumping out these seasons. But yeah, I, I'm so excited. I love the trailer. I, I, I stand by. I think the bear season one is the best season of television from last year. I have it above um, like House of the Dragon, uh, Severance. I have it above like every show that I watched at least. Obviously, I still haven't seen Better Call Saul or Barry, uh, but every show I watched last year, The Bear is my number one. I love it. It's chaotic. It's fast-paced. It, it's 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 exhausting and stressful. And then the, the trailer for season two just tells me that they're bringing all of that back. Is it the um, one with Jeremy Allen White? Yeah, yeah, and he's I so mixed up with that, good. He, he is chef so like good. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, like yeah, a world-renowned yeah. chef that like goes back to his hometown to, um, to to run the restaurant that his That's brother good. had ran. New meme uh, alert! New meme alert! Tyler, please uh, create this meme later. The Barry, and it's like it's like the bear, and then but it's just Bill Hader. Please, please continue. Sorry. <laughs> uh good meme good meme um but yeah I, I'm, I'm so excited i really am i love this show it's an easy watch and, and it's just it's, it's incredible we also got a new trailer for mission impossible dead reckoning i feel like we've talked about this movie enough but um yeah we wanted to acknowledge the new trailer out anyone have any extra thoughts on the new trailer other than that it just looks like an epic action movie 
still Lord, have you to, started, it's so much more than I haven't that started either. either i think we have to do it soon I, go seen, watch I've mission one impossible. i've, I've seen, seen one or two i've seen one i'm starting my I've watch seen. through this week i've seen none go when does this come out this is Shit, I know. Come on, Cam, you should be. You're the new release. Oh, no, July, July twelfth, July twelfth. Okay, I'm okay. Right, I got The fourteenth. The fourteenth is that Friday, and for some reason, this drops on a Wednesday. And what? What? Is, what is Dead Reckoning? Is it six or seven? seven this is it? seven. Seven. Okay. Um, but this looks fucking awesome. These movies are so goddamn good. I, I I'm I so excited for y'all. I didn't love one. one and two. All right, one yeah, and two are not so goddamn good. One and two, one, two, and three are not so goddamn good. Four, okay. five, and six are like some of the best action movies. Which and one? Which is one is genuine. Superman in? Fallout is uh, six. Okay, so you gotta wait. Oh, he and said Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill. Cavill. Not actually <laughs> <shoot, man. laughs> Henry Cavill. Being an idiot. That'd be but joke. they're so goddamn good. Go watch them. I'm so amped for you all. Not to watch one, two, and three. So don't. I've seen yeah. one. I like I mean, one. I've, I've seen one and I mean, two. One's, so one's fine. Two's bad. Three's okay. I've heard two's like the worst. Yeah. Two's the worst. Okay. Who's the worst by far? I've got some time. I think I have like, I think I have like, uh, well, obviously, Fallout's one, Fallout's a five out of five. It's one of the best action movies of all time, in my opinion. Um, and then I think I have like Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, like a 94 out of 100. So it's right there out of five out of five. They're damn good, man. They're damn good. I do like Tom Cruise. No, I don't. I, y'all aren't action people, but Tyler, it's the most plotted action movie. I'll give it that. So maybe you'll like it more than John Wick. More than John Wick, yeah. Okay. It's better than Dead Fallout is better than any John Wick. I am. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. you do give it a five star, right? Fallout. So yeah. You do. And give John it Wick has dro- has dropped since by by a fair amount. George is very angry at you right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's better than John. Wick. I haven't I'm seen. Just it. Being I haven't honest. seen. Yeah, it. I'm just I being honest say. with you. I haven't seen it. I I doubt it, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> Kicking it back over to George. You did a trailer reaction to the creator. Looks like oh, a pretty yeah. wild new movie. Um, Dude, out dystopian, of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Out of nowhere. I got, I feel like I've said this so many times on this podcast already. I've gotten so many comments before when this trailer dropped. People kept saying, like, react to the creator, react to the creator, react to the creator. Um, so, funny enough, I, I was at work when I was, like, seeing all this, like, creator news come out. And I came home. Um, and I was, it was like 9 p.m. And then I f- completely forgot about, and I, cause I was going to do a reaction, but I completely forgot. And then like 9.30 rolls around and I see Soups posted um, the trailer on Twitter, but he didn't like in his caption write like the title of the movie. He just said, this movie looks insane. So I started watching the trailer and I got like 15 seconds in and I was like, holy shit, I need to react to this. Is this Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon? <laughs> That's literally what I <laughs> that's what I thought I was about to react to. And then I like clicked into it and I was like, oh, this is the creator, but I'll still do a reaction. I still love I that trailer. It. I watched it through your I didn't even know about it. It isn't the same guy who uh, directed Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is we, this it's worth noting that this is a completely like uh original it's new IP. IP. It is completely. not any base not based on anything. Um does that make it better? Who knows? No. But at le- at the very least, it's an original IP. Everyone yeah. bitches and moans, especially if you saw like my uh, 
trailer or my uh, summer release schedule video, like everyone bitches and moans that nothing's original. Um, there are original things coming out at the very least. Yeah. And, not and it not looks, as much anymore, but there are some. Yeah. We, listen, we still have original and this, this trailer kind of shows that I love John David Washington. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, I've seen this trailer so many times. I, I really, really like it. I'm very excited for it. Um, I feel like the trailer showed a lot. But like at the same time, I could expect the runtime of this movie to be like three hours for some reason. I can expect the runtime of every movie to be yes. three hours or something. Fair. Ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was saying that and much. then be excited and then be excited for Killers of the Flower Moon, man. You gotta you gotta pick one no, or that's, the other. No, no, no. We are not having the comparison. You gotta you gotta pick one or the other. You just gotta well, be excited he's done for his time. I can get him to three and a half hours. He's he's done his time, he's paid his sure. dues. So, so Seth, if I make a movie and my first movie is three and a half hours, will you watch it? Uh what's the genre? It's gonna be a skinamarink esque movie. Yeah, for three not. hours, perfect. <laughs> three hours. It's just skinnering, but it's just my ass. It's not any wall, wall corners. That'd be horrifying. That'd be terrifying, man. I would watch that. I would watch that. <laughs> we also got a trailer for Theater Camp, which uh, it, this was a Sundance release that I saw. I didn't love, but it was like one of the favorites of the festival. Um, it's like a The Office style di- directed mockumentary of a theater camp that's trying to put on a show to raise money to save save their the financial status of that camp to keep it going on forward um i don't really have much of saying that other than that it it a lot of people really liked it i didn't love it so do with that information what you will um and then the last trailer we got was downey's dream cars which i just wanted to say like i'm just so uninterested in like robert downey jr's car collection and jeremy renner's renovations and all these like i bullshit. did not watch that shit. yeah like there's <laughs> no. this is like I don't know. Like I just renovations people... was sorry. Does was renovations before or after the accident? Before it was before. It was before. Yeah, yeah. If this if this would have been something like after the accident, which he did like a sixty minutes interview, which again I didn't watch, but I feel like it would have been more interesting if it were after the accident. But I thought it'd be renovations on like repairing his leg. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But no, there's just like yeah, him like being like a dude in his garage working on working in the shop. And then Donnie's dream car just showing off rich cars. Just like, I'm so uninterested in this new genre of shows coming out of just like celebrities just doing what they enjoy doing. And someone just puts a camera to their face while they do it. Well, it's just because we have so much like, you know, 20 years ago, maybe this would have been interesting when you didn't get a million different celebrities thing. Yeah. And social media. Now, like I'll see this shit on its Instagram and be like, okay, cool. Move on. Great. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. So packed week for trailers. That wraps it all up. We'll get into movie news now, starting with news out of can. Quickly, we'll talk about Killers of Flower Moon because we did already touch on it. So got very, very good reviews so far from most people from Cannes Film Festival. Um, people have called it the best performance of Leonardo DiCaprio's career. Uh, it got a nine-minute standing ovation. Martin Scorsese or Lily Gladstone got the, the loudest roar of the crowd for all the performances. So really, yeah, every, it's a three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour movie. It's a... I don't know. This, this has to be the biggest budget of Martin Scorsese's career, unless because Wolf of Wall Street is only a hundred. Because this is two hundred million. It's probably it's, it's got to be. How much was The Departed with The Irishman? I don't think The Irishman was that more like compared comparatively. Yeah, I'm gonna go out uh, and say this is the most expensive career uh, movie of his career. Um, was so it sounds like yeah, The Irishman was one fifty nine. Yeah. Was it? I yeah. thought it was like 100. And The Departed was too long ago to be that big of a budget. The, the, so. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 I just I didn't know if they paid everyone a shit ton. 90, oh, no, yeah. 
the Irishman I'm seeing on this thing has 250. That's a lie, surely. That's too much. I don't know what they would have done in that movie to, other than CGIing. Uh, Hugo, Hugo was 170. Mm. Hugo was really high. But still, this, they, this sounds like what is most likely is most expensive. But it sounds like it's paying off because yeah. everyone's giving it great reviews. Um, we don't really know much more of it other than hundred hundred percent through five reviews. According to Seth, is very reviews. excited about that. Such <laughs> ridiculous shit. I'm sick of this. The polar oh, opposite, though, is I hate it. Yeah, we'll get it now. We'll talk about uh, Indiana Jones. I just want to see an update. So now, Killers of Flower Moon's in ninety-six percent Rotten Tomatoes with twenty-seven votes. Damn, one one review bad. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. tough. Um, so then, what has not been getting good reviews is Indiana Jones: The Dial of Destiny received a five-minute standing ovation, but Harrison Ford it was like his sign-off. He got a surprise Palm d'Or award at the film festival. So like. Feel like the five minutes was just a courtesy. Uh, yeah, because, I would have stood for five minutes for yeah. him. Even the positive review, every positive review I've seen of this movie, all sound like backhanded compliments. They're all like, like I, not, I agree. There's no yeah. genuine good reviews. Of this there's either shit reviews or a uh, good review that sounds like someone uh, like grimacing while they're writing it trying to be like as positive as possible for something that's bad. It sounds like, and what sucks too about the reviews I'm seeing is. It sounds like it's not just like a, the IP's old, Harrison Ford's old. It gen- genuinely does sound like a lot of people are saying the direction by James Mangold is not good in this movie. Um, a lot so, of the end of the reviews is always nothing comparatively to Spielberg's films, etc. And they're always doing these comparisons, so it shows that they're trying to... And it, they are very backhanded. From what I've there, a lot of people praising um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, is it? As being like one of the best things, or the best thing in the film. Yeah, she's, she's in the movie. No, as as being like one of the best things in the film, or the best mm-hmm. thing in the film. Yeah, I was but. just saying you were right with the name. That's what. People over yeah. yeah. I um, I'm not excited for this. I'll be honest. I, I haven't. Yeah, been since it, it's tough because James Mangold took X Men Origins Wolverine, which is awful, and turned it into something great. So he took existing IP that was bad, turned it good. Now he's taking existing IP that's already very good and trying to continue that, and it looks like that's a harder task than taking something that's shit and turning it good. Harder to take something that's already so well acclaimed and keep it going. Um, I I don't know. From the second, like we talked about in this podcast, from the second I saw that first trailer, I knew this was not going to be good. I'm not excited for this movie at all. Harrison Ford is just too old to be doing this stuff. Good <laughs> yeah. for him to get his to get his flowers at can, but doesn't sound like this movie is going to be great. It's got like 50 percent on Rotten Tomatoes now, but that it's it's slowly been rising. It started off really negative, so not the best reviews there. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Comes out in a couple months, so we'll, we'll be seeing it soon. Um, but that's really it from Cannes. There's some other stuff like May, December, and some other films that are getting some pretty pretty solid praise. An A24 project that I just forgot what it's called. But the big things were Killers of Flower Moon and Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny. The other like, big release in terms of like big name that's going to be like a wide release will be like Elemental, but that hasn't at the time of recording this hasn't debuted yet because that's going to be the film that's going to be closing out the festival. Disney's definitely crossing their fingers to hopefully get that one to not get yeah. shit on as much as... Indiana Jones, but we'll transition from canned news into just normal movie news. So the saddest news of the week, um, hopefully I'm not forgetting anyone who like died or something because that's but the saddest news <laughs> was Barry Keoghan no longer this. starring in Gladiator 2. That's tough. It has to be the Joker. It has no, to be. Well, no, so people uh, said it was, totally it was Eternals 2 is what I thought people said. What? Oh, no, I didn't think so. I thought he, he got announced for a movie. I didn't tweet about he it. Did but he did get announced for a movie. I did see this. And then yeah. I thought that's what it was. Maybe maybe no, Eternals 2, I would be shocked if now. they are getting a sequel. The primary wasn't... antagonist in a Ridley Scott Gladiator sequel with that cast for something other than 
Joker, Rizomo. Money. Money. That's what I'm saying. It has Money. to be the Joker or Marvel, though. Like that's why like I don't think a nor another project would pull him away. If he turns down for Marvel, I'm never forgiving him. Ever. Well, I don't think he would have a choice. I'm sure he's locked into a contract from uh, the first. Where, month. where, where? Uh, fair enough. Unless he's locked, but fuck that guy. <laughs> Speaking of Barry Keoghan, um, Joel Edgerton, who's the main star of Master Gardener, looks like a carbon copy of Barry Keoghan from like Bar when Barry's older. Like when Barry's like twenty oh, years older, he's gonna look Joel exactly Edgerton? like. You think? Look at like just like the, at least in that movie, he I looks know extra like Joel Barry. Edgerton. I've looks never. Like, I'll look at him in. Just look at the Gardner. Master Gardener poster. Master uh, Gardener. I, poster. Like I know what he looks like, but I don't know what he looks like in Master Gardener. Mm, that uh, that poster didn't do him justice, but I think he look. He's got the nose, I think, of Barry Keoghan. I see what you mean a little bit. I do yeah. see what you mean a little bit. In, in the poster. movie specifically, I think his hair like looks less unkempt, but I don't know. I think he looks looks similar to what, like Barry. I'm not, like, I'm not sure years. about this one. Next piece of news: Anand Armas, Jude Law, Alicia Vikander, and Daniel Bruhl to star in Ron Howard's Origin of the Species. Um, Sounds like a stacked cast. Ron Howard, good director. That's pretty much all we know at this point, but very exciting. Yeah. Uh, the full cast of Lee Isaac Chung's Twister has been announced. It's basically a combination of every up-and-coming actor that's attractive in today's society, pretty much. It's Sasha Lane, Glenn Powell, Katie O'Brien, Brandon Perea, Kiernan Shipka, Anthony Ramos, David Cornsweet, Daryl McCormick, and Daisy Edgar-Jones. Fully packed cast for the Minari director to come back and reboot Twister. So... I remember watching the original Twister as a kid. I, it, it freaked me out, honestly, when I was young watching that movie. But can't say I remember anything about it other than, like, probably a tornado comes and wreaks havoc and these people try yeah. and survive. Um, good-looking gas. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to be going for here because it's just all a bunch of young, good-looking people. So I don't know if it's going to be like – yeah, I don't know. Is this we'll the same see. guy who did Minari? Yeah. I haven't seen Minari yep. yet. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And then uh, last piece of movie news before we get into nerd news is the Super Mario Bros. is now Illumination's highest grossing film of all time. They don't have a ton of movies, but those Despicable Me and Minions movies make crazy money. So Super Mario Bros. even out, outpassed those. Um, I'm still interested to see what Nintendo decides to do next with whatever IP they're going to release next in a movie form because obviously we know it's coming eventually. Um, but good job, yep. Mario Bros. being the highest grossing film for Illumination. Um, Cam, off the top of your head, do you have a nerd news, uh, nerd news little anthem for the week? Putting you on the spot. Yeah, I just went to Star Wars. I, I don't know. I was trying to maybe like do an Avengers. It, it that is, that is not news. original IP. It's nerd news. <laughs> that works. That kind of sounded like Mr. Garrison, honestly. Just talking, like introducing nerd news. So we'll take it. Start with DC. The final episode of The Flash airs next week. Grant Gustin says goodbye to the character. Um, I've never okay, seen a single episode viral. of that. Like someone tweeted that, like some some tweet that went viral was like, yes, "This is the one show like everyone's seen one episode of." I've never seen an episode of The Flash. I don't think I, I don't good, it, it, has, it has yeah. good seasons. Um, it, the it, first three seasons are very are, solid. are very good. The first uh, and season it, is like up there with one of my favorite superhero yeah. seasons ever. But it fell off. It falls off worse than I, like The Walking Dead. I have not watched it, I think, since season six, and I've heard I've heard it gets better maybe on like eight or maybe this season's better, but I don't know. I'm not going to go back to it. Maybe I'll watch the final episode just as like a – I res I respect that they ran for nine seasons. I don't know. I, I Who knows if I'll watch it, but it, it, they did release like a uh, – what is it? Empire Magazine maybe um, did like a – poster but it's like a video you know how they do and it was like grant gustin packing up a 
um, like box of all the flash stuff. That's and that's kind of, of yeah. it's kind of emotional. I don't know, but that's about as emotional as I'm sure the show gets in this final episode. Shifting fine. from the flash show to the flash movie. Uh, add Stephen King to the running tally of people have come out of nowhere and said it's promo. an amazing movie. Um, uh, yeah, I need this, to see. Uh, I don't know if this is real. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's a money laundering scheme. Scheme. Oh, yeah, it, it's wild how many people what are randomly coming out. Uh, it's just Andrea Riseborough part two. It leads probably. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows? You guys are money laundering. You guys are bombs. I think I'm excited for it. I think the movie just genuinely looks really bad. Like not the like. I think the product yeah. will be good, but I think it looks like everyone's like gelatinized. No, but like, but like Stephen, Stephen King has up, praised yeah. other movies before, and people suck him off every time he does. But now no, that he's it's, praising, it's now that he's praising the superhero movie, everyone's like, "Oh, he must be getting but he's paid." But spoken about superhero movies before, and it's Who like cares? he's never. So it makes that big of an will, impression on him. I will stand by. I will stand by. I have never once taken Stephen King's opinion into consideration before seeing a movie. So I'm just going to keep that, keep that energy. <laughs> like I, I've never once sought it out. His opinion. You're into a film thinking of Stephen King. Yeah. What, what did Stephen King think of it? <laughs> Man, I wonder what, what would Stephen King do? Yeah, I, I, I'm I, I'm excited to see it uh, next Monday. There's a there's a ton of nationwide screening, so we're gonna get a lot more general audience reviews coming in because uh, I know there's a couple near me, but they're all sold out. So I, maybe I'll be able to finesse my way into one. But uh, George, you're also gonna be seeing it Monday, right? Yeah, I'm seeing it Monday. Oh yeah, you, you'll be telling us. You're gonna you're gonna lie your teeth off and get. I'm not gonna lie. Out of five. The, I mean, you're if, gonna if it's a worthy, five. if it's worthy of a five out of five, I will give it a five out of five. Have there have there been any reviews that, that we can see? Okay, there's yeah, some reviews. they're all five out of fives. They're not five out of fives. I'm afraid to tell you. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm like Cinema Joe's reviews released. Like all all the people, like people have seen it. Like there's no embargo anymore. So yeah. Oh, is there not an embargo? He said, okay. he said it was really good, but it looks like shit. Um, he like, said that? visually. Visually. Oh really? Okay. No, he didn't say it looks like shit. He was nice. He said to me. Yeah, he said yeah. it like looks like weird at at times. Did he say um, it was really really good though? Like yeah, he was like it's good, really good actually, but um, it looks really bad. He I said it looked like a bunch of cutscenes. That's it. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Like he said like he said comic book movie fans will really like this. DC fans will really love this. Yeah. So oh, perfect. I'm I'm sure it's a good movie. I'm not doubting that it's a good movie, but is it something where Tom Cruise is like this is the best movie ever? I don't know. I don't think that. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, jumping over to Marvel news. So Jeff Loveness is no longer writing Avengers The King Dynasty. And there's there's rumblings that with the writer's strike, with the Jonathan Majors drama, with Jeff Loveness no longer writing this, there's rumblings that maybe Marvel might be shifting course of where they're going to be going with the whole next Avengers franchise. But I just don't think that can be true because there's so many products that are going to be like de- being developed right now that all have this meticulous storyline that all weave together. I'd be shocked that they're going to completely like abandon their plans for Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. Like, obviously, like with the circumstances of John the Majors, they kind of have to do something. But I feel like it's hard when you're already developing so many shows will, and movies that have to weave in. You don't that know new- will cancel. That on. well, no, that just like that news has died down so much. I don't even know what's going on with it, but yeah, I don't yeah, know if they're like trying that. to like just pass it by or something. Right. And just, well, like, they officially released, not really officially released, but. With Quantumania coming out on streaming, they like sent a release, like some PR thing to all news publications saying to not include Jonathan Majors in any promotion of this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh. like, they, they, because, like, so that sense, was like a big but... thing, like, when it was that was released, it was like on Twitter, it was like Marvel's like unofficial first time, like, mentioning. 
the Jonathan Majors thing was basically really? they don't include Kang in any of the which, which makes sense, but Kang's the only good part of that damn movie. Um, yeah, I, I, I like I, I'm worried they're doing kind of like I feel like no one's mentioned it. They're trying like DC's trying to just pass by the Ezra Miller stuff, which like Ezra Miller just sucks. I think everyone knows it, but they're just kind of I think they're trying to like just dodge some punches Bob of Ezra weave. Miller right now. Yeah, Bob and Weave, exactly. I think Marvel might do that, which just sucks, but we'll yeah. just hang it up. Yeah. We'll... All right. Yeah, and then uh casting news, WWE superstar Seth Rollins cast in Captain America New World Order. Um interesting casting. I know he's like huge in the WWE universe, so Alex Coleman's probably like the happiest man alive. Um, I'm sure it'll be a villain of some sort, mm-hmm. either a villain or like a military guy, like just some a buff bank. dude yeah, carrying a yeah. like, yeah. What, yeah. what was the other uh, MMA guy that was in? Uh, oh, Joseph Florence. Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. yeah, it was Saint a, Pierre, yeah. Who no. uh, went soldier at the start? Yeah, okay. but also uh, Florence Ma- Ma- Florence Montano, or he's a UFC guy, right? Who uh, he was Creed three, and then he's also in Shang Chi. Who? Which uh, the Creed three? No, sorry, Creed two villain was a. Uh, was a UFC guy, right? Boxer. Or boxer. Was he a boxer? Boxer. I don't yeah. think it was a boxer. Just carry on. I'll, okay. I'll, Ivan Drago. He's, yeah, he's Ivan a, Drago. He's a boxer. He's Florence, a boxer. It's he's like a Florence boxer. something. What's his last he's a boxer. name? He's a, he, Florian. Uh, oh, Florian. Montenew. I don't know. He's okay, a boxer. So I was close. He, he, I was right boxer. There. he was yeah. in Shang-Chi, though. Um, but, and I think he's really good. Or at least in Creed 2, I thought he was really good. Um, well, the Creed 1 villain was also a boxer. Tony Bellio. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, okay, he was. okay, that makes sense. Um, I feel like we also skipped over just the fact that Jeff Loveness got canned um, on the last one, which Good. yeah, I feel bad for him, but probably don't feel bad. Don't matter. I mean, I feel bad for him as a person. I you never like to see someone get fired, but it's probably best for the movie. It's probably best for the movie. Yeah, it, it's deserved. Um, he he fucked around and he found out. And yes. Marvel fans, mark your calendars. Loki season two. Premiering October 6th, just one episode at a time. And then all episodes of Echo will be available on November 29th. That this obviously got Twitter in a little in a little bit of a tussle because Echo's getting just all dropped at once. It kind of just seems like they're just like pooping it onto the platform and running away with this, it, whereas Loki's getting more build up. Uh, Cam, what do you think about that? So, so this is interesting. So Echo is, and you didn't watch She-Hulk, which is, or no, sorry, you didn't watch Hawkeye, which you didn't watch any of these, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Echo's a character Hawkeye. who's, Echo is a character who's deaf and is a, she's a fighter, um, but she has a lot of like, um, uh, like, I think she, I, I don't know too much about her. Uh, she's got a lot more like to depth to her character. I know that. Um, but this is interesting on like why they're dropping it all at once. It's either one of two. It's not going to be a middle ground. It's either real shit or it's real great. They want it all at once. Uh, it's not going to be a middle ground. But I am. It's very interesting that they're pulling a all at once release versus. So they're like mix and matching. Like Loki, obviously, uh, uh, Secret Invasion is um, all or one week at a time, and then this is all at once. It'll be interesting to see. I. That's my only thought. Is it can't be a middle ground. It's either real shit or it's real good. Yeah, I'm worried I, it'll I, be real bad just because they I are... I unfortunately lean real bad. Yeah, because they are slowing down their releases like compared to like you know a year in the last two years of how much content they're cranking out and how often. So like you'd think because of that, they'd be more willing to be like, yeah, you know what? You can take up the Disney Plus airwaves for eight weeks with your releases once a week. But mm. this seems like something they would have done a year or two ago when they're having like 
six new shows and four new movies in one year where they'd be like, oh, quick, we got to drop them all quick before this next project comes out. So, yeah, yeah, it will be interesting. And another thing that got people on comic Twitter very upset is Miss Marvel is dying in a comic in July. So basically the Internet's flipping out because she's like an up and coming comic book character that's just starting to now break into the MCU and getting a lot of positive Positive reaction from most people. A lot of people still hate on Miss Marvel and Mal Kalyani. But I, I, yeah. Um, But Miss Marvel is dying in a comic run, which I don't know. Nothing more to say about that. Iman Vellani? Is that what you were trying to say? Yeah. Oh, Iman Vellani. Okay. I was trying to figure out what name you were trying to get. And I was like, what? Okay. Um, We're we're on the same page now. So we'll see what that means for MCU future. But. MCU and comics on crossover one-to-one, but I, I just wanted to mention it because comic book Twitter got super pissed off about that. Finally, Star Wars, sad news for Cameron. Uh, filming for Mandalorian good season news. four is going to be t- delayed. Um, so bad news for Star Wars enjoyers, but I good mean, news for the strike. I, so hopefully I think this is helps. good news. Yeah, I think it's much better to take o- take away the like big, you know, big budget projects and and make them hurt at least a little bit because Marvel Disney's not doing great right now, like financially, like with Disney Plus and stuff like that. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three will be perfectly fine, but the last couple movies haven't made a ton. Um, this is good, good. Hopefully, the writers get paid. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I got. All right, that does it for nerd news and movie news in general. So now we'll move over to what have we been watching this week, Mister Seth's film reviews. You're going first. Okay, so good luck, Seth. Why good luck? Why? Well, I'm just wishing you luck. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, okay, so this week I watched Silence finally, which George has seen. Uh, the Scorsese so Silence. So good. It comes in at fourth in my Scorsese really? rank. Really, that so, high? Yeah, yeah. So just above okay. After Hours and The Departed, just under um, Raging Bull, Goodfellas, and Taxi Driver. I loved it. Amazing. Really good. I watched uh, Jacob's Ladder. George, watched Jacob's Ladder. Um, I finished off Denis Villeneuve's uh, filmography by watching some of his old films, some of his first films, Maelstrom and August 32nd on Earth. Maelstrom was actually pretty good. It was really bizarre. Um, Jacob's Ladder, is this the the one from 1990? Yeah, not the remake, the the original one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, It was really like proper psychological trauma really interesting horrific uh i watched the the documentary finally of hearts of darkness the you know the documentary on the film apocalypse now yeah wow that is because francois coppola's wife secretly filmed conversations with him throughout the filming there was issues with local tribes with the weather there was issues obviously funds all his own films with the money there was issues with marlon brando just being a massive like dickhead really um and it was just so interesting i'd recommend you all to watch that especially if you love Apocalypse now and if you don't if you just like film in general uh black mirror i watched i don't watch one episode this week which was shut up and dance really good really good episode probably my favorite episode. so far um with uh the 50 million merits and um history of you mm-hmm. they're like kind of my top three so far uh then i watched both afraid i watched fast X yesterday and i also watched flea which tyler has seen i actually really liked flea tyler um I know what you mean about the animation, but I, I, I really appreciate it for what it was. And I think it, it, it told something was really a good tale. And I, I yeah, I, I had a lot of, I had, um, I did actually really, really like it. I give it a four or five. Um, and that, I believe, is pretty much it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me this week. George, how about yourself? Um, a, a decent amount compared to how many movies I've, I've seen recently. I feel like this week I, I checked off a bunch. I watched, um, I know what you did last summer. Um, 
pretty pretty decent uh right middle of the pack you know slasher horror lightly comedy i would call it uh oh the 90s one yeah everyone everyone was upset that i gave it a three and a, uh, that i gave it a two and a half and my excuse for giving it a two and a half was when i started watching this movie i really thought i was watching like a scary movie type thing that this this movie was like a parody on other slashers because it was just like so fucking corny the entire time um and then i realized it was like a legit movie and not like a spoof movie so i was like okay that's weird um i finally watched park chan wook's thirst um, oh did you watch that even so yeah what did you get I, I gave it four and a half i really really uh, enjoyed it um made me feel super uncomfortable but uh slightly aroused which is very weird. horny film isn't it it's a super erotic movie I'm glad it, i didn't know what you'd think of that because i it's only got a 3.7 but i also yeah it like I came out that. of nowhere with like yeah, just yeah, how yeah. like i don't want to say sexual but just how like weird yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> but no I, I i really enjoyed it um, obviously watched Fast X. I watched, I finally watched the original Ring from 1998, the uh, Hideo really Nakata movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, re- really enjoyed that. Gave that a four. Um, now I, wa- I want to watch the, the 2002 American remake, but the, it, it, the Gore Verbinski one, I didn't love that, but a lot of people actually like that more than the yeah, original. It's so polarizing. It's weird. Like, yeah. All George, of my... Can you watch Dark Water as well, please? Yeah, I will. Same director as uh, The Ring, and I give that 4.5. Okay. I love that. All right. Yeah, I want to watch that. Um, and then I watched Creep, um, which is a, another horror movie that like a lot it. of people have been recommending to me. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was definitely um. What, watch the second as well. I mean, it's creepy. That's like the best way to it, describe it, it. The second is even weirder. Okay. Watch the, the second. Like, for me. I don't really care about spoiling this movie because it came out almost ten years ago, bro. The entire scene where like the you're you're watching the recording from in the camera and then he just like walks up behind him it's puts, weird, puts, puts yeah. out the wolf mask yeah, and yeah. puts an axe in his head i was like this is it's crazy on the like the lakeside thing at the end oh yeah. fucked and then, like, the and then the very end of the movie like he opens the door of his closet and like it's just dvds of everything DVDs i was like oh my god it's interesting it's, really it's so fucking that's not where i th- i really thought that was gonna one, be yeah. what they're making a third one right now. I think it's oh, finished. Are they? Yeah, watch the right. second. Maybe watch I'll watch the second. But yeah, I, I thought like the, the letterbox poster, and I didn't really read the description, just but the letterbox poster makes it seem like it's like a supernatural horror movie. I know what you mean. So like yeah, I yeah. kept waiting for like something to happen. I kept waiting for him to like turn into the wolf when he put on the mask or something. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a creepy ass movie. And then I finally watched Super Mario Bros. Um, which oh, I did enjoy. I did like it. I really bad, did. Not bad. Um, what, what a, I gave it three and a half. It's fun. Okay. Yeah. I didn't expect anything more. I saw you turn that on at like twelve thirty a.m. your time after like a night of being yeah. out. I'm like, oh, George is gonna. He's in the right mindset to enjoy this movie. Right now. <laughs> I was. I really do think I was in like the perfect mindset to watch that movie. I got. I'm on your profile. I got scared because I saw white men can't jump, and you you've changed the poster to like the exact same poster. Yeah, as the original. yeah get it, it looks like the original. Five. Yeah, I'll be worried then. That's fine. <laughs> Cam, Sorry. what have you been watching this week? I watched a lot of Fast and Furious. Uh, I watched Night of Cups. And then last night, so I said I went uh, to brewing. Um, so we came home and we're just, you know, you know how you sit out in the sun all day and you're just beat. So I fell asleep at like, we put Bailey to bed at seven. I probably was asleep by 7.30, 7.45. Um, and then I woke up uh like 12 and couldn't sleep so i watched like an hour of air 
Um, so I'm an hour into air. I'll, I'll finish that eventually. I really enjoy it so far. I, I just fell asleep while I was watching it. Cause, um, did you watch it on your phone on TV? On my phone. Okay. Like, I'm in bed. I'm in bed. What do you want from me? Uh, I watched night of cups on the TV. Um, I so I guess I didn't, I guess I didn't fall asleep at like seven 30. I, I started at about seven. Um, then I watched however long it was an hour and a half or two hours. What is it? So I fell asleep at like nine, I guess, which is just too early. So I was up at like 12 to one. Um, it's, I, I liked air night of cups stunk, stunk, but, uh, we'll get into that, um, later. Uh, and then a lot of fast and furious, like I said, I do want to mention that, um, so I, I thought about this all week. And so we talked about Ted Lasso last week. I obviously kept up with Ted Lasso. Uh, I think this episode was better than, um, you know, some others this season. It's still fine. It's still good, in my opinion. Uh, I think this is the problem with Ted Lasso. I thought about this all week. Season two was season one is kind of just like the introduction to these people like Ted Lasso gaining the hearts of everyone, whatever. Season two and they've is all about like mental health in sports. And they took a lot of time doing it and it was really good season um, and really fleshed out everyone. So season three, they've already in like two episodes, they handle it. They handle like being gay in sports and an episode they handle, obviously like the viral clip was like sending, sending nudes after you and someone have broken up. Uh, they've handled a lot more other storylines and it's, and that's, I, I think that's the problem. I think I figured it out. I think the problem is they've just like, they didn't pick one thing. They wanted everything for the final season. They don't flesh out these storylines enough. So I've said it multiple times. I don't think the season works as a whole. I think the individual episodes are great. Um, and I still really enjoy those, but I don't think the season as a whole has worked because they have not focused on one individual um, like storyline. Cause like this past episode was like international play Um was the general idea. So all the players went and played on their international teams. You know how soccer is weird first off, but um, they just handle it in like one episode. And I just feel like they're trying to do everything this season, um, but they're not focusing on one thing. Um, so there's my Ted Lasso rant of the day, but this is kind of what I've been watching. We can move on. Nice. And then on top of all the new releases for me, I watched it. I really didn't like it. The 2017 it. I Okay. You didn't like the first That's a one. Yeah, you you like the second. I think the I like, second is like just as good. I think the second I like is great. The first one. I have a three point five. I have the second one like a two or one point five. I just, the second one is so long and the comedy in it. For yeah, me. it's almost three hours, isn't it? It's like two forty nine. It is crazy. So I have I have the both at a three and a half. I think. Oh, I thought you looked Okay, so you don't like yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I, I like the first. Maybe the first is like a maybe the first is a higher four, three low four. They're the first is definitely higher. Nope, they're both three and a halfs. The first uh, is good. I like the first. I do like yeah. the first. I mean yeah. I, I don't know. It just it just left me with so many questions. I didn't it's the type of horror I just don't love where like I felt like it never gave me any chance to like breathe. Like I wasn't like it wasn't super scary, but I feel like it just kept being like jump scare, jump scare, tense moment, jump scare. Like it there wasn't really like much build up that it felt like any of it was earned. I just felt like I don't know. It was just like a weird in between of like trying to be genuinely scary and just like being really campy and corny. I uh, like the I, I didn't. Like I like it. the it's. I like the it's because for me, it's like scary and really scares me. But it's not too bad that I'm like pissing my pants the entire time. Right. So like I there was a couple jump scares that got me good. Like the one with the projector. Mm -hmm. That one like mm -hmm. got us really good. But yeah. other than that, there's yeah, like yeah. a lot of minor jump scares. Yeah, I just didn't didn't love it. Uh, Watch Shark Tale though, Seth. You're on the right side of history of Shark yeah, Tale because that's a 2.8 average on 
Letterboxd, which I just thought was crazy because I gave it 3.5, which is what you have it as too. I had a lot of fun. Was that your first watch? No, no, no. I, I mean, okay, so kind of, yeah. Like, I feel like the last time I watched it, I was like eight. There was like something like where like, I just genuinely don't yeah. remember anything from it. I remember like the car wash. That's it. Yeah, yeah, fun movie. Rewatch Silence of the Lambs. So that's officially put the stamp on it in the Real Talk collection. There was never really a doubt with that one, but I just hadn't gotten around to rewatching it. So gave it a five star. So first new addition to the Real Talk collection. Oh. Which, uh, so fun fact for the merch, I updated the the sweatshirt we have. There's, we have one of our sweatshirts that like, has the Real Talk collection on the back of it. Um, so nice. all, the, all the movies listed. So I bought one when merch was like in the beta before I rewatched Silence of the Lambs. So I'm going to have a one of one. Oh, only nice. only wow. item ever, the non-Silence of the Lambs sweatshirt. Big, big money so you're going to need to hang that in the Louvre. The one, the one ever made. At, I haven't looked at the uh, website yet, but I appreciate you putting Get Yourself a Devious New Fit. I, I appreciate that. Tyler. I mean, yeah, I'm not I just like going to be like, shop new merch. Like, I'm going to make no, it custom. No, I, I like that. I like that. Um, what else did I watch? I watched Ted the other night when I was in the, the right mindset for Ted, and that was fun. Like, Ted's... So, like, I just forgot that it's, like, Seth MacFarlane literally just does exactly his Peter Griffin voice to a T for Ted. And I just found that so funny. Like, by the end of the movie, I was, like, ready for it to be done. The gimmick kind of wore off. But the first hour, I was just laughing out loud, man. I Ted like so funny. Ted. I yeah, Ted I, I can't remember Ted too much, but it's <laughs> only, really of course, only <sighs> Ted is on Netflix. So I'm just going to watch the first one. And Ted 2, I'll watch, rewatch it again some other Ted time. Ted 2, though, does have the, uh, it does have, like, the stand-up comedy scene which goes viral on twitter like once a week but oh that is God. it is hilarious it is very funny but that's the only funny part of ted too I, I think i think yeah and that that'll, that'll do it for what we've been watching this week so before we get into our draft just want to mention again the merch has dropped realtalkpodcast.com be the first to get your hands on the merchandise on the website and of course if you're a patron make sure you go check out the patreon because you have discount codes that have been sent out to you in the Patreon main feed. So go check that out. And if you want to check out the Patreon, of course, links are in the description as always. But we're going to get on, get to our draft this week. And the theme of Fast X and the theme of family and the theme of going fast in a furious manner, we're going to be drafting fictional characters to win a street race. So I just thought it'd be right, right on, right on par with the Fast and Furious franchise. So just going along with it. Basically, no real exact my, – my mindset to this draft is basically just there's a race going on, and it's like the Hunger yeah. Games. We're drafting a team of five. We just need, like, one winner, though. But it's kind of like we want – we're just like a, a NASCAR owner. We want to buy five racers, and these five racers are going to give us the best chance of one of them making it to the finish line and winning. So, yeah, with that being said, we got the order today of George, Seth, Cam, Tyler. Ooh. Fictional characters okay. to win a street race. I prepared for this draft, and I absolutely do not have 20 listed. So I realized I'll have like the last happy. pick. That means I'll have the last pick of the overall draft. So if, if all my people get taken, that'll be tough news. I'll have to be nimble on my feet. But mm-hmm. starting off, George, first pick of the draft. I don't, I don't know, like, what direction we're supposed to go here. <laughs> there, I don't think there's a direction we are supposed like, to go. Like, I really, I really. I don't know what you need to be a driver. Neither do I. I don't know. So I'm, I'm going to go with a, a driver that, is particularly just has proven himself to be sick at driving, but also has like a crazy like gadget shit car. I'm just gonna go with Batman, but I'm specifically yeah. specifically yeah. going with Ben Affleck's Batman for this one. Yeah, of course you are. Why? Okay, that is the specific one because he shreds around, bro. He does, uh, he does, he does. Um, I'll I knew go Batman for was gonna be taken in the draft, but I didn't know it would be the one one. <laughs> Seth, you're up. 
I know that I'll get some some Ryan Gosling points for this. And I like Cam gets those Ryan Gosling points, so I'm gonna go for Ryan Gosling and drive. Damn it! Yeah, that, uh, the driver. I got and drive. He's, I got not, being, he's not being Batman. He's not being Batman. I yeah, but he's Ryan Gosling, bro. That gets the votes. We know this. Cam, be honest. Was that your Ryan first pick? That was my first pick. I'm out. I'm <laughs> was out. it really I, your first I, pick? Yeah, I wanna, I wanna throw the rest. The film's of the called Drive. That's yeah. The best one I had yeah. I mean, what do you expect? Um. Uh. Am I allowed to take? So I think I'll make this rule before I do it. Are we taking anyone like from a movie that like is a real? Is fat? Like, are we taking any any drivers from movie that like, like picking someone from Rush or picking someone from Ford versus Ferrari? Like a real I guess, driver? I guess. Yeah, that's the kind of my question. I was. I have one of them as well, so I need to know that. I don't, or like I don't someone know. from Fast and Furious. Well, yeah, of course you need Fast and Furious. It's not a real yeah, person. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, cool. If, if we're in a movie, you can pick them. No, I said I fictional ca- No, I said fictional characters to win a race. That's the name of the draft, so it, can't, it has to be fictional characters. So it has to be oh, fictional. Well, I'm okay. going to take, at number one, I'm going to pull out Ricky Bobby then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, if, if it has to be fictional, I'll go Ricky Who's Bobby. Ricky Bobby? I'm confused. I'm what? trying to think. Vega Knights? You don't know Ricky Bobby? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Oh my god! I'm, really I'm trying to you think what like real person book. has been like what real racer has been depicted in a movie that Cam was like wanting to take with his first pick, but Ricky Bobby off like, the board. Yeah, I'm Ricky Bobby, and if you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm shocked this fell to me at the four, but I'm taking Dom Toretto. I mean, we, we've we've seen you can, you can have him. He's not yeah. a real person. He just thought the guy's just he I'm taking sorry. I mean he, he he wins every race somewhere or another. He stays alive. You can have so you can have him. And then in the turnaround we're gonna go with baby from baby driver. Oh no. Yeah, um, I haven't seen that, but I think that's a good pick. Damn it. I was really hoping that would fall to me. No. Cam, Is it my turn again? All right. Uh, I'm gonna run down after this real quick. But I'm gonna take all right, we're going a little crazy here, y'all. Uh this is just going to be stupid. I'm going to take uh, um, uh, Miles Teller's character in Whiplash. Um, not not a great driver, but I think I think he'll he'll get places quick. Um, and if he doesn't Whiplash, crash in the meantime. if he doesn't crash, but he'll get places quick. That's what I'm going with. Miles Teller's character in Whiplash. What a what what, what a second round pick. Well, um, second round. That's going to be a head scratcher on the graphic for people on Twitter. That's it's a Seth, poor pick. Yes, yeah, you're out. Oh, it's me. Okay. I'm going to go Mad Max. No, no, no. Is that your next one? <laughs> That's a great pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I knew that would be a good one. Sorry. <laughs> I hate you so much. Back no to way. back for George. I was like, should I take this first? Because like, I, I was like, maybe it's not going to fall one. back down yeah, to me. Right. Oh. Oh, fuck. Watch Cam just come back because I was like, I'm going to say Mad Max. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> which, which he like actually might. Yeah. Oh, fuck you respectfully, of course. All right. I think uh, my, my next pick, someone who's also just dope at driving, proves himself time and time again, James Bond. Yeah, that's cool. James Bond. And then, yeah, I feel like someone would have eventually taken that. Definitely. I mean, I would have taken it even if I got Max, since I have two back-to-back picks. And then my next pick, just out of respect, I want him on my board, and I'm going to take Brian O'Connor. Nice. Name doesn't ring a bell. Uh, he, he's uh, Paul, Walker. Paul Walker from the Fast and Furious uh, franchise. Okay. Yeah, just out of respect. Put him yeah. on my board, yeah. Um, just out of respect. 
I'll say I'm pretty sure this guy's a solid driver. I'm gonna say John Wick. Yeah, definitely. Especially in John Wick Four, he showed off his driving. John Wick Four, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, John Wick's driving around, opening doors, mowing people down. This is true. All right, well, Cam is his pick right now. We're waiting on him, so we're gonna play some Jeopardy music while we get Cam. Cam waiting here, but yeah, so James Bond, which James Bond, Daniel Craig. Doesn't matter, but we're just trying to fill the airtime while waiting for Cam. Sorry, I assume it's my turn. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We're not going to tell you who's taken just because it'll be funny if you pick someone. <laughs> and, and we want to see right. if you would have picked someone we would have taken. All right, that's fine. Let me look up. I got to look up this person's name. I'd be so right jokes if he, if he picks all of our picks. <laughs> Definitely we'll be picking up, Seth's name if he has to yeah, look up the if he's, name. <laughs> if he's going to look up someone's name, I don't know if he's picking any of ours. Yeah. All right. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be something so cap and crazy. No, this is a legit pick. It's a legit pick. Am I good? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We back. All right. So I'm taking Michael Knight from Knight Rider. Um, oh, that's a right. that's a legit pick. Yeah, that wasn't like a. I, I did not I, know I'm, you know that. I, I don't yeah. even know what Knight Rider is. I, I don't. Is that a TV seen. show or is there movies yeah, too? It's a TV, it's a TV okay. show. I don't know. What it is. Um, I'm really hoping my next pick. Gets you know, I know, like, only know it, of Knight Rider it, from references to Knight Rider and other IP. I've never seen Knight Rider. So I, I was thinking the I've same never thing. seen Knight Rider, but I know what it is. I'm gonna go with in the three in the third round. There's a little bit of issues here with his. He's a little too moral for my team. Like he might throw it at the end and not just give me the W. But if we can push him to make sure he crosses the finish line, Lightning McQueen, I think, is a great Damn it. team. Oh! Does that count? I know. I didn't. Why why wouldn't it count? count. I was gonna try taking Lightning McQueen because he is. I thought I could get him in the fifth round. (laughs) He's a car. He's not. Yeah, but I I think it counts, man. That's a great pick. That is a great pick. He's a car. He's a character too. He's a character. He's a fictional character, and he and he would race. He's a character. That's so annoying. And then on. You know, it's a lightning. So I'm, I'm trying to think of how to build a team. Here's a lightning McQueen's a great, great wingman. I'll, I'll go for the other wingman, Cal Naughton Jr. from Ricky Bobby, yeah. the the bake to the shake of of Ricky Bobby. Uh, the shake and bake, baby. Um, I like that pick. Uh, does this has probably been taken in the time that I was away? But we're just gonna see. I'm gonna take Baby from Baby Driver. That yeah, was taken that was while taken, you were you here. here. <laughs> you were, who took that? Who took that? Tyler, right? Second oh, my fault. My fault. My fault. All right. I wasn't paying attention. All right. This one may have been taken while I was here. Who knows? Can I take Furiosa from Mad Max Fury? That, that'll, that'll play. That'll that play. That was, was going to be my last round pick if it got back to me. Good that job. will play. Because Cameron. Do I, yes. I, won't, I won't tell him because he'll just make me answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Seth. That's uh, fine. Is it? Oh, it's me. Sorry. Um, uh, do they? Do they have to be driving a car? Oh, don't take what I do. Not take what I think you're going to. I just be, be, just be someone who is so fast that they can overtake a car. Nah, nah. They got to be driving a. You got to be no, driving a vehicle, a motorcycle, or a car. I couldn't pick Dash from Incredibles then. No, no. no. Bro. he's not even old enough. Jesus. Why is he not? There's no age limit. Not old enough to drive, I guess. Well, I mean, uh, like, he's not old enough to drive, so you got to wait 20 years before he can race. Fair point. Fair 20 point. was a bit of an exaggeration. I'll go, I'll go, uh, I'll go Mr. Doc Brown because he can time travel, though, to the end. Of- okay. That's, 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 a, that's kind of okay. a pull. 
like okay. that pull. Okay, that's a that's a good pull. That's a good pull. Fuck. I'm I I'm so mad that two sure. of my picks got absolutely swifted up. Two of them. Two of them. Lightning McQueen would have been. I don't think Lightning uh, McQueen. Lightning I think Cam. It seems like he would have taken it before me, anyways. I, would, I was waiting for fifth round. Okay, yeah. So then maybe I would have gotten Lightning McQueen, but oh god. All right, my 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 fourth pick, and we actually talked about him this week in our group chat. I'm gonna take Ghost Rider. No, because he did to me what I did to you. Oh, oh that's who you're gonna take. That's my next pick. Oh, that's who I thought you were gonna take when you said like, does it have to be a car? Oh man, that's yeah. That's exactly what I thought you were gonna take. Oh, that's my that's my only pick I've got left. Let's see, like my last pick. This is tough because like I'm trying to I'm trying to look through. Oh fuck me in. Oh, I've got a great pick. I don't think I I don't think I have any pick. I don't think I have a great pick at all. So I'm I'm just gonna go with uh someone who's probably gonna slaughter people left and right while being in a car. Um. I don't know if that works. Actually, forget it. Forget it. I'm going to take Jason Bourne. I'll play it safe. I'll play it safe. Oh, play it safe. That was going to be my pick. I'm running out of okay. options for my last pick. Sorry. I'll, I'll play it safe there. I'm scrumbling. Oh, shit. Final pick for Seth. Uh, Wait, who'd you take? George, I didn't hear. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Okay. Yeah, that was a good pick. Thank you. Just to clarify, we can't take real people. No, not real people. Shit. I've only got one guy in my head. Oh, man. Is it me? No, I'm going to take him because I can't think of another person. And this is a horrendous pig because it makes no sense. But he has a very significant car that's just in my mind. I'm going to take Mr. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I like get an opportunity to draft Mr. Bean, you draft Mr. Bean. I like, I like that pull. I'm I like not that. sure he'd get there, but he's got oh, a nice so pig. fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, mine's going to be just even probably more useless, but I, we're just, I'm just clarifying. You can take any, any, it's any motor vehicle, right? It doesn't yeah, have yeah. Okay. Could it be so a- any oh, vehicle, man, uh, in any vehicle is in this race. I am a, this in my mind, this is a race where like, it could be any terrain, any vehicle. You just need the best driver. And for that, I'm taking captain Jack Sparrow. Uh, <laughs> What is going to be on land? <laughs> it doesn't have to be on land. It's like there's like six well, lanes, car- right? No, because it was specified car race. <laughs> no, yeah, no, car car like, motorcycle. Like, I'm vetoing Jack Sparrow. Well, I will fight. There's a war so, so You can't words, clown a runner world. in a race and say, and then bring out a shit yeah. and act like that's casual. Come on. In my world, this is like a 20 lane race. We have five each where, you know, plus 2000 on Jack Sparrow, but he's in the water and he's got his big ass shit. He's got the black pearl. The black pearl. <laughs> well, I yeah, I'm vetoing big. that, but it wouldn't have mattered uh, anyways. because We saw it in Fast and Furious, like two or whatever. Dom Toretto was able to outrace a boat in his car <laughs> and catch up to it and drive it oh, and yeah. destroy it. No, that so was, I would have uh, taken was, out uh, Jack Sparrow anyways. That wasn't Dom. That was uh, Brian O'Connor. Ryan, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Kip- that's George's team. All right. So then, all right, he's fine. on my team. Sorry, get wrecked. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take something less fun. Then I'm gonna go Frank Martin from the Transporter. Uh, Jason Statham. It's character. Have you guys ever seen um, a Death Race with Jason Statham? No. It's about. literally. It's literally a movie. Jason Statham is a is a prisoner, and I and I might be like miss 
telling this wrongly because I haven't seen it in a while, but like the way like you can buy your freedom is by winning a race. I haven't seen. I know what you're. But it's like a death race. So like they pimp out their cars with like machine guns and like machetes and shit, and like there's no rules to the race. Like you finish the race, you're gone. I really think I should have gotten Jack Sparrow. (laughs) Sorry, sorry for your loss. I honestly think Dash makes more sense than Jack Sparrow for a race. Yeah, he does. Jack Sparrow could drive anything, all right? He doesn't have to be in a boat. I'm just saying, in my world, all right? They're in a motor vehicle. Jack Sparrow's there just... He could just run alongside the cars in his own little lane. All right, let me close out this draft with my final pick. Uh, Speaking of all terrains, this guy's really the real deal. And not only that, he has an arsenal of weapons to be able to slow everyone else down. It's Mr. Mario. Mario from the Super Mario oh, Bros. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's, a, that's a stand-up good pick. That's a good that's pick. A good, that's a good yeah, intro. that's a really solid yeah, pick. Yeah. I'm upset I didn't think of that, honestly. I feel stupid. I now. pulled it up the top of my head because I only have one. Well, I guess we're done now. The only answer, other answer I had was Margot Robbie from Barbie because she's able to drive without looking at the wheel, yeah. looking at the road. She's able to wave without looking at the road. She's, <laughs> she's able to drive and just focus on other things at the same time. Very multifaceted talent. I don't have any honorable mentions. I I didn't have any honorable mentions because I thought my best pick was Jack Sparrow, and then I also I also thought a good pick would be Lightning McQueen. It's it's all right. It's all right. George, you want to run through the the draft picks? Absolutely. Uh, Myself at the first pick, I took Batman specifically, Ben Affleck. I took James Bond, Brian O'Connor, Ghost Rider, and Jason Bourne. Seth took uh, Ryan Gosling in Drive, Mad Max, John Wick, Doc Brown, and Mr. Bean. Cam took Ricky Bobby, uh, Andrew Neiman, Michael Knight, Furiosa, and Neiman, Frank Martin. Yeah, Andrew Neiman's a weird pick. Hey, uh, man, he gets in that he, car. He, he goes. goes. I guess. And he then goes. Tyler, at our last pick, took Dom Toretto, Baby from Baby Driver, Lightning McQueen, Cal Jr. from Tackle Digging Nights, and Mario. Yeah. That's our draft for the week. Thank you again to all of our patrons, who are the reason we're able to be able to do this every single week and crank out all this content. If you want to check out the Patreon, links in our description. Special shout out to our executive producers of today's episode. Listen to them off. We got Al Bodie, Alexander Kephart, Mac Wells, Remy Walker, Seven Mod Jeffy, Alexander Biscardi, Ben Leggy, Ben Hansey, Callum Singh, Dean Cotamanidis, Dylan Ship, Ferdinando Four, Jimmy O'Connor, Jordan Gag, Josh Hines, Luke Derhog, Marcellus, Relapse, Roco 1.0, Sam's 43, Sean Morales, Stefan Johnson, Tad and Bougie, Will Kim, and Yunus BBX. Shout out, shout out, shout out all of you for being executive producers of today's episode. And with that, that'll be the closing of Real Talk episode 37. Pack show today. Leave us down a comment for your favorite part. And leave us down a comment who you would pick to win a race. And we will see you in the next episode.